because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a very massive edition of Cinemania Live. We have an After Dark edition of Cinemania Live. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Um, very nice to hear from you as always on this rare Friday night. Well, Saturday morning, whatever you want. <laughs> um, we are also joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team, Cinemania Nightmare, Cinemania Play, all them things. We have Tyler. Tyler, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, good to be back. I haven't done one of these Cinemania Lives before other than when I called in from time to time. So good to be on this and also do the late night show. Welcome. Wait, have you really not been on a live no, show? It's, it's only been Larry. I'm wow. world, I'm, I'm making the rounds. <laughs> you, you heard Dwayne. I'm on like all these other shows. Now I'm making my rounds on the live show. <laughs> yes, so welcome. And lastly, just rolled out of bed. We have Larry <laughs> Had <to beg> him. <laughs> from, from Box Office Beatdown <laughs> Show. We have Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, hello. Hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> So listen, Larry went full Toby Maguire, went full diva mode, took him like twenty five <laughs> minutes to come on the show, but he's finally here. We had Welcome to bang. Larry. I'm just wondering, I'm wondering what's going on because Dwayne used to legit be the old man of the bunch, been going to bed at like four in the afternoon. <laughs> and like now he's afternoon. talking about late night shows at midnight. I just don't understand. I'm doing it overnight. It's not my choice. For these to go quick is to do a show first. So here uh, I am. I see. In my office. No one's in the building. It's very creepy, actually. What's your boss's number so I could give him a call? Thank God he doesn't listen to the show. One day he will, and then just be like, dude, what's the fire? Just because you compare him to like everything. I know. I compare he's the, he's my casual, my casual go-to. My casual numbskull. Remember <laughs> my story when he was like, when he was like, oh my god, Captain Marvel cannot save the heroes. To why? He said, because reasons. I said, what's the reason, Lewis? That you're sexist. And he said, I'm not. Well, we had, a, we had a we had a whole ass argument, and there it is. Anyway, everyone, we have a lot to get into today. Um, for today's show, uh, we are going to have four segments we're gonna go 20 minutes each segment hopefully and we will have a break um after um during each segment uh i think the first thing we're we're gonna get into though before we get into the disney investor day um i think we can get we should get into the denis villeneuve hbo max warner brothers disaster as we all say this timeline since last week has been incredible for me i agree because so many things are going wrong for Warner Brothers, and that's exactly what I want. And I'm looking <laughs> at I'm looking at a building burning in flames, and I'm loving it because it's a disaster over there. Per usual, poor Warner Brothers. You rarely hear any studio that has this much of a disaster. Maybe like Sony. Anybody else? I don't fine. even think that Sony would do something like this. Yeah, like grimy. Fucking ridiculous. So, um, if you if you haven't been caught up, if you've been living under a rock, last week. 
um, Warner Brothers just randomly said, hey, guess what? 2021 movies are going to HBO Max because of reasons. Um, they told you, the view, the audience, um, basically in their minds, the numbskulls, they told you that, hey, this is, this is to keep you guys safe. And I immediately thought it was bullshit. So did a lot of people. So Nolan comes out and he's like, this is ridiculous. I just found out. Other actresses and actors came out saying, which we also found out when you guys found out. And then Denis Villeneuve came out and he roasted these people and stuff for making this decision. So it's, it's looking like Warner Bros. told no one about this decision. They just did it. They maybe told the Wonder Woman 1984 crew and whatnot. And they just just decided to put these movies on streaming without any kinds of warning to creators. Now, that's really, really not good. <laughs> As a major film studio, um, I can't imagine any other studio doing this and seeing more outcry. But it's been such a disaster as far as uh, these people go. So um, I'm going to throw it to Hannah. I, told, I asked Hannah to uh, bring up the uh, quote from Denis Villeneuve himself. So I guess she's going to say a few lines um, from his from the article. I think it was like Variety. I don't know which. I don't know. Yeah, which he wrote an essay for Variety, and I don't think that like saying like a few lines or just like a few quotes is gonna like do what Dang. he said justice because it's absolutely scathing. So I'm gonna night. read. I'm not gonna read all of it, but I'm gonna read a portion of what I thought was really important um okay. and some poignant things that i think that he said so he starts it out going i learned in the news that warner bros has decided to release dune on hbo max at the same time as our theatrical release using prominent images for our movie to to promote their streaming service with this decision at&t has hijacked one of the most respectable and important studios in film history there's absolutely no love for cinema nor the audience here it's all about the survival of a telecom a mammoth one that is currently being an bearing an astronomical debt of more than 150 billion therefore even though dune is about cinema and audiences at&t is about its own survival on wall street with hbo max's launch a failure thus far at&t decided to sacrifice warner bros's entire 2021 slate in a desperate attempt to grab the audience's attention warner bros sudden reversal from being from being a legacy home for filmmakers to the new era of complete disregard draws a clear line for me filmmaking is a collaboration reliant on the mutual trust of teamwork and warner bros has, and uh reliant on the teamwork and warner bros has declared they are no longer on the same team streaming services are a positive and wonderful addition to the movie and tv ecosystems um let me scroll down that's not super important all right public safety comes first nobody argues with that which is why when it became apparent apparent the winter would bring a second wave of the pandemic i understood and supported the decision to delay dune's opening by almost a year the plan was that dune would open in theaters in october 2021 when vaccinations would be advanced and hopefully the virus behind us science tells us that everything should be back to a new normal in fall dune is by far the best movie i've ever made my team and i devoted more than three years of our lives to make it unique a unique big screen experience our movies image and sound were meticulously designed to be seen in theaters i'm speaking on my own behalf though i stand in solidarity with the 16 other filmmakers who now face the same fate P please know i am with you and that together we are strong the artists are the ones who create movies and series so that's just a portion of what he said but he continues to go on and he speaks about um you know what he thinks the future of uh cinema will be and it's just it's really disheartening because you know when we first heard about the movies being sent to hbo max like we were obviously all upset and we 
all talked about how we were like scared for movie theaters and stuff like that but it's like it's just gotten worse and worse and worse from like that moment when we all found that out it's like it's so crazy to think that like a major studio like warner bros and at&t would like just completely disregard their filmmakers and you know just treat people like this just regardless it's just it's crazy to me it really is um yeah so I, I read his statement a few times today. I was just like so uh, caught off guard by it because we did hear like a couple of days ago that he was he was right he was siding with Nolan and being very very frustrated at uh at at their decision. Um, and then I did some more research today and found out that this decision was coming from them trying to like some of like some uh some people on the inside were talking about how. Uh, this decision was purely on the fact that um, AT&T wanted more f- for HBO Max. So they went with this kind of move and whatnot. I, mean, I think most of us kind of saw that, okay, um, Disney comes out and announces that after one year, one major TV show, they have like, I think yesterday they announced, what was it, like 86 million uh, subscribers <laughs> to Disney Plus. And I think HBO Max, since its launch, first of all, they had like a complete disaster of a launch because they were just like released. They were just like de- deleting stuff from the from the service. And then it was like it was like so people were having like problems with that as far as HBO Max goes. And then like I think they only have right now like eight million. And uh, they I guess they just wanted something to boost up the number for HBO Max. So that's why last week when we were talking about this decision, I was like this, I, I just knew this decision was not because we want to keep, keep people safe. That's just, that's just not, if you know, Warner brothers track record and know what they, what they've done in the past on numerous occasions, um, you know, then you know that this is a, this is a, this is seems like a move that Warner brothers would make and no other studio would really do. So I wasn't surprised in that regard because it seems very, very WB, um, thing to do and Warner Media and all that stuff. So um, I'll go to um, Tyler, get some of your thoughts on Denise Villeneuve's uh, statement. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with what Hannah said about it. I do think it is kind of a betrayal for the filmmakers. I mean, especially because of the fact that I basically all of them, you know, gave their movies, you know, made these movies for the studio, not with the intention of doing the whole streaming, you know, HBO Max thing. You know, I'm one of the people that had HBO Max, I guess you could say from the beginning and seen its kind of faults. And I mean, it is kind of, you know, foolish, the fact that they don't really have the best content. They should have probably opened with much better content, kind of akin to Disney plus. Cause I mean, Disney plus started with the Mandalorian. Like they had one like really big, great show for them to open up their streaming service with. And HBO max never really had that. And I don't understand why they just opened their streaming service with no big things to draw people in. Like we're well, going to eventually get big things, but they did have a few big things. Like they had like Harry Potter and like some DC movies, but it's like they were removed like almost immediately. So <laughs> Well that's, well, that's what I mean. Like, they do have. I mean, obviously, Warner Brothers. They I mean, they you know, AT and T. I guess they Disney own a Plus, lot of all big of products. Like, content has been on there since day one. Like, no, yeah. like big, like Disney movies that we are all like, you know, when we subscribe to Disney Plus, we're like, oh yeah, we'll have like you know all the Star Wars, Star Wars movies like at like our um, convenience, like whenever, and like all the Marvel movies. Like, none of them have been like taken off like fucking Warner uh, 
No, that's out. another flaw no. to their streaming service, whole, their whole model, where things get taken off and put back on in very weird periodic elements. But even going back to the Denis thing, I do agree with how he feels when it comes to cinema and you know movie theaters and all that stuff. And same thing with Nolan, because Nolan was always you know saying much similar things to the Hollywood Reporter, basically saying that HBO Max is the worst streaming service. So yeah. I thought that was kind of goofy and funny, just because that's just seeing the evolution of everyone turning on Warner Brothers, and it's it's not a good look for them as a studio. I think if anyone's had the worst week ever when it comes to being a major studio, it's probably Warner Brothers between the backlash from their all of their filmmakers, the directors' guilds going to like you know, you know, potentially boycott all the different agents are also boycott, you know, are going to be, you know, filing their complaints. They had to pay Johnny Depp $16 million after they fired him. I mean, there's so many different things that that compounded and just all of the different drama scoops that we've gotten about how they, you know, their inner workings. And I don't think they realize that, uh, I mean, we, most of the movie theaters may not actually even last, throughout this year so especially as like the news broke today basically the amc is running out of money and they could potentially be broke by the middle of next month so i don't understand this model i mean it's definitely going to push people to i mean stay home i guess just because there's no other way to watch these you know could be no way to watch these things for the most part so i hope theaters stay alive i mean i you know for all of our sakes as fans of film I just, I don't know. I mean, there are movies that I do want to see from HBO, HBO on HBO Max, or I mean, some of these movies could have easily just gone to streaming and I would have been fine with, but just dropping their whole release, their whole release schedule at once, basically announcing it's going to be all be in theaters and streaming kind of rubbed me the wrong way and still kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I, um, I also, I'm also surprised about the amount of, um, the amount of people who are actually cited by this, it's so crazy because on Twitter, Twitter's ridiculous, obviously. But like <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I noticed a lot I noticed a weird sort of transition. Last week, last Thursday is when they had they announced that this is all happening. Okay. Um, I saw that a lot of people that I follow who are very pro Snyderverse, pro DCEU, pro Warner Brothers, Disney is on a monopoly, blah, 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 blah. They were like, oh my God, what a big move for Warner Bros. This is the way of the future, the way of the land, the way of the blah, 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 blah. Then today, a week later, a whole week later, I'm seeing like, oh, I don't blame Nolan and uh, Denis to be upset with these things. And I, uh, I can't believe that they didn't tell anyone and whatnot. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. Listen, you you thought that one I not one second in my mind that I think Warner Bros spoke to anyone about this. I think obviously no, they spoke they spoke to the Wonder Woman people because I like the first movie to go on their whatever, and then it was gonna <clears> seem like that they were gonna do uh, all the other you know all the other movies. Maybe 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 make a make a plan to see how good Wonder Woman 84 does then make a decision but um no they just did it and it's just that's so weird to me but not surprising coming from the studio um I'll go to Larry I'll I'll, I'll get more in thought but I'll go I'll, I'll go to Larry to hear his thoughts on um Denis Villeneuve and this whole Wonder Woman not Wonder Woman Warner Brothers fiasco <laughs> well Wonder Woman's lumped in there but um <laughs> yeah I love that he wrote like an entire essay 
regarding the matter and really just kind of laid out, I guess, still pretty scathing, but maybe a little bit more straightforward um, than what Christopher Nolan had done. A little Um, more professional. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's well thought out. It's not like you know somebody's asking his thoughts in like a fucking interview, and Nolan gives like quick like, "Oh, Warner Bros. Fucking fuck them, whatever." Denis actually like sat down and thought about what he was gonna say, and you know wrote a nice piece and laid it out. So then like you know my sister could read it and understand what was going on. She's not even like a movie person. Yeah, so I just wonder maybe that's why some people are coming around is because. Denis also, people blamed Tenet, and when Nolan particularly had come forward, we didn't have that extra information about Warner Brothers making that Tenet decision. Um, So hearing it from Nolan, people were still like, ugh, why is he the one out here talking? But Denis didn't really have that weight on him either to come forward. Um, But I thought it was really well stated. I think, honestly, as soon as Legendary came out and said, hey, uh, we're the company who financed 75% of Dune and Kong versus Godzilla, and Warner Brothers alerted us, let us know about 30 minutes before they came to the public. Everyone, yeah, that's crazy. Everyone should have known at that moment that if they're not going to tell a partnering uh, company who helped finance these films that they're distributing... They, they didn't tell anyone. <laughs> if they're not going to tell the legendary, they're not going to tell Nolan or Denis or anyone else. So, I mean, it's just, I don't, the people on Twitter particularly get frustrating because I think they can't differentiate between, they like, they, they like the idea because of the pandemic. So yes, release them in theaters and on VOD the same time versus Warner Brothers acted horribly and screwed over all of their artists, all of their partners, everyone in how they handled the decision. So, I, I, I mean, even even we can get into the whole VOD theater thing and that decision in itself, because I don't think people really are grasping and getting the long range repercussions of a decision like that either. But um, yeah, I don't. It's a it's a disaster. It's a mess. Warner Brothers. They also look a fool this week because they held their stupid what was it called thing this past weekend. Oh, you're talking about their panel at CCXP. Yeah, the CCXP, which was a total flop. Six, six hours. <laughs> I watched six hours of their panel for no reason. A total flop and failure. And then Disney came out and just destroyed them uh, oh. with their investor day. So it's <laughs> not been. It's not been a good week for Warner Brothers across the board. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, actually, like it, it really hasn't. Go ahead, Hannah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I wanted to touch on something uh, just Anna? in case we were like moving on. Um, in, in the group chat earlier, I brought this up that because Tyler was saying like, oh, I think that uh, Warner Bros. is going to like backtrack off of this and be like, oh, we're not going to do this anymore. But the thing is, like, the damage is already done. Like, no matter what, if they backtrack off of this, there's still so much damage done. Like, they're n- Nolan's never going to work with them again. Nolan has primarily put his films out with Warner Bros. So it's like they lost fucking Christopher Nolan. Maybe the biggest director, like, right now, other than, like, Steven Spielberg, like, working right now. You know, he's in the conversation of, like, a Steven Spielberg, like, uh, Martin Scorsese and Christopher Nolan. Those are, like, the big, like, 
three big like directors like even like normies know you know so it's like you lost fucking christopher nolan on top of that denis villeneuve one of the best directors working right now maybe not the most well-known but like one of the like the most um you know like critically acclaimed directors working right now he's never gonna work with him again like just it's so crazy to me that warner bros would like do something like this and not think of like the repercussions and Patty's got that Star Wars film. Yeah, okay. I mean, she. Patty doesn't I, seem upset though. <laughs> I think I think Patty's been more diplomatic because her movie literally comes out in like a couple weeks. So I yeah. think because she yeah, has, she has expressed disappointment, but you know she's been one of those directors to kind of be like, yeah, I don't like this decision. Um, but I think she's much more diplomatic with her film literally on the cast. Um, so I don't know. Is Yeah, she has a Disney project on the horizon. Plus, they lost probably their partnership with Legendary because I they already fell out once before, the two companies, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and Legendary. Mm-hmm. So they probably are about to fall out again at least. Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing to worry about the future of some of their projects together, like yeah. the MonsterVerse. I mean, the MonsterVerse is legendary and Warner Brothers. Yeah. So. I'm also really happy that a lot of studios, as of right now, don't seem like they're following the same method. Like, I would have been so disappointed yesterday if uh, if Disney was just like, okay, um, we're gonna release our movies on uh, straight to movies, straight to theaters too, as well as Disney Plus. I feel like they were some. I feel like people were expecting that. But I'm glad they stuck, they stuck they stuck to their the guns, except for uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. But as far as everything else, they're they're sticking to their guns as far as theatrical release. And I was talking to my mother today. I said, as long as other studios don't follow, movies should be movie theaters should be okay. Because I've been I've been saying this all week since it, since they announced it that um, theaters will not survive if all studios decided to do this oh, method. Yeah, no. They just won't. And and like. You won't. The people who love these blockbuster films and think that, oh, it's fine. We're going to be back in the theater someday. That's just not the case. Because like I said last week, what what comes down to the, to the decision of these movies surviving is whether casuals um, want to see them or not. And if you give the ca- a casual moviegoer the option of watching a brand new released movie in, at their house with their kids on one on one payment, then they're going to choose that than going spending a kajillion dollars at the movie theaters because movie theaters aren't cheap. It would be another thing if theaters were, were cheap to go to, but they're not, unless you're like a subs member or whatever. But for the yeah. most part, they're not cheap. The average person probably spends like over $30 up for a movie day, like whether it's like the ticket and food and stuff like that. So um, I just hope at least some mo- most – I don't think any studio would do this just, just to see how much of a disaster – this has been so far, but um, I, I I just I just hope that they really learn. Uh, let me not because that ain't happening. But um, yeah. So glad <laughs> other studios are deciding to just stick to their guns and do what they got to do. And so, even um, that, I know we yeah. all were, especially with Mulan, and I think that was more because it was like in the heat of the pandemic, uh, yeah. and they and they didn't give you an option to go see it in the theater. But no. with Raya, the difference again is you're going to have to pay something because it is going to be on that premium, which still gives an incentive to go watch it in a movie theater if we're at a place where that's uh, an option. So you could either pay, I don't know, twenty 
bucks or so to watch at home or you can go pay i know where i am it's 10 15 to go watch it in a movie theater now for families again probably still the better option is to just pay the 20 at home but at least there will be some sort of like monetary incentive <laughs> to where it's like oh well i might as well go get the theater experience i don't know but right. i also have to say i know uh it's still a little bit scary with the 17 day window but i think after universal got you know into their huge thing with amc theaters and then regal uh followed up right afterward they have been the one single-handedly um releasing movies into theaters uh smaller films (laughs) they've been putting out through this deal so you know universal did at least they've turned it into a somewhat okay situation for their studio right yeah because i know you guys do the box office i'm actually really surprised at how well the crudes 2 is doing yeah so yeah. i mean so they've yeah. had some good some good results for smaller films from universal and i think that and people can say oh well this can drive creativity but again you have to remember as much as so many people want small new director-driven films those don't get financed without blockbusters. As I know the artistic people, the film Twitter, cinephiles hate to admit stuff like this. But if the studio doesn't have big blockbusters that produce tons and tons of money, they don't make those smaller films. They don't allow those to come out. <laughs> so Hollywood looks crazy if movie theaters aren't open because studios cannot make the big money anymore if there are no theaters, y'all. They can't. It's the truth. It's the truth. And it's blockbuster movies won't be made. It's so they crazy because I brought this up in the, in the group chat again uh, earlier. It's like the people who are complaining about this on Twitter being like, oh, this is like the way of the future. Like, they don't actually like movies. They like Marvel movies. They like Star Wars movies and they like DC movies. They don't watch anything beyond, like, you know, you know, the blockbuster region of films. And it's like, those movies that you watch and then claim to be a cinephile, those aren't going to exist. Like, <laughs> if you no. if you really think that, you know, streaming is viable, they're not going to exist. Sorry to tell you, but we're not going to get $200 you, million dollar films yeah. off of Unless you want to watch streaming. Extraction, then like, good luck. And yeah, I mean, the ones that do, uh, apparently Netflix, I don't know what they're doing over there to be able to afford like they are still. Well, they're not making $200 million films. I don't know. They've made it. They're making. They gave like the Russos that yeah. much, but I mean, it's the Russos. Like but one in a like blue moon, so you know, one, like Marvel yeah. movies, like, pumping the, out like three $200 million films a year. So the only one who could possibly compete in that realm would be Disney. They have a good subscriber set. Plus, if their parks, I mean, and that, even them, they're super vulnerable because their parks are all closed down. Who knows how that's going to rebound? Uh, right. They just are able to rely on merchandise so heavily because people are constantly buying Disney stuff all the time, <laughs> whether we're in a pandemic or not. So Disney can, can withstand something like this a lot better than Warner Brothers because HBO Max, even with this bond, they've gotten and subscribers uh still <laughs> still is nowhere near the realm of where say disney plus was at this point in the run i Come mean on, no. said it best it's a failure 
Nolan said HPMX is the worst movie. <laughs> yeah, imagine, <laughs> and in some ways, it could be. I don't think it is. I've, I've, I've used it. Um, I, I got it like two weeks ago. I don't think it is. But just the disaster of a launch and then the removing movies and then not having movies, it's just like it's just been like – I think I think why people call it the worst streaming service is because remind you this was supposed to be the service that was supposed to rival Disney's. It ain't ha- and it's not even close. Like yeah. I'm over here looking at the DCEU section. They have like two movies. Like what is going on? So no, it's a disaster. But I mean, um, I was trying to react, or I am trying soon to do a first time watch reaction to the old Supergirl movie, just because I think it would be funny. Yeah. And, I, and that's not on HBO Max. I'm just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like can't come on. This is yeah, this is why Disney is so much better. Yeah, we can go to Disney for literally anything. <laughs> I know if it was produced by Disney or. Marvel or Star Wars, I can find it on Disney Plus. No matter how old, how weird, how obscure, it is there. And the then HBO ones, <laughs> and Disney's the working ones. to get more right now. That's the craziest thing. It's like right. Disney just announced they're like adding like a whole like adult section, and it's like right. we're and we don't have to worry about like fucking Deadpool two or one being taken off Disney within like a month when Next it gets month, put on there. Yeah. You know, it's the like only, uh, it's so the insane. Only time- the only time when they when they like uh when they wasn't like movies and like and like that that they um that, that they have under their belt was when they like when they had a the deal with Netflix. But as soon as yeah. the, the deal was over, all like Ant Man the Wasp, Wreck It Ralph two, as soon as um well, Ralph breaks the internet, as soon as those movies were done with Netflix, they went right back to Disney Plus. So yeah. I mean I, don't, mm-hmm. I just don't know how it's just been a really really it's been a disaster of a launch for HBO Max. So I I have no clue. Which um, may be turning to Warner Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. They're gonna maybe rebrand their their whole naming of their streaming service. It's just a shame because they have so many big IPs, Warner Brothers, but they never they didn't actually launch with anything as far as like to drive up subscribers. I feel like that is a, a vital thing to have a streaming service and debut your streaming service with at least something that people really exclusive. Watch. Yeah, I just new never and exclusive. Imagine if like. Warner Bros. like whipped up like a Harry Potter like TV series or like something like that. Like if they could have lost with like something like that, like yeah, it would have been so cool. But like they're like no DC, here's Harry Potter, nothing. <laughs> like yeah, like Matt, like um, it's just it's just it's, it's it's so crazy. It's just so crazy to me that um that you you have this you had this service and I is the the thing that I could point to to most is that I I've never seen uh. A studio that's been around for decades come off so amateurish in their decision making, whether it's big decisions, small decisions, and whatnot. I just I don't understand. But uh, that's why uh, Denise that, said what he said. AT and T is running one of the most historic movie studios into the ground. Right, it's just a disaster. So we'll have more. We're gonna have more of this um, after after our first break. We'll be back in a moment. Cinemania Life.
Alrighty, back on the show here at Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne, once again, joined by my co-host Hannah and our special guests Tyler and Larry for today's show. So, uh, real quick, my last thing that I will say on HBO, Warner Brothers, before we get into Disney. Um, so, Disney's investor, the investor thing started yesterday. It was a couple of hours. Uh, they completely... Listen, I loved Fandom. I loved Fandom. But what I will say is that... I think DC did not, they didn't capitalize on announcing new shows for Fandom. They only announced, like, they only had a couple of movie announcements, and then they had some trailers. But I think people, including myself, if you go back, you cannot call me any, you cannot call me a Disney shill or whatever, because if you go back to that DC Fandom and go back to my Twitter reactions, and I was calling Marvel all types of bitches, telling them, like, yo, like, <laughs> why is DC, like, you know what I'm saying? And I was, like, so, so excited for the future of DC when it came to the Batman and Wonder Woman and, and the Suicide Squad and all that stuff. But since then, since this year has kind of kicked off and HBO Max has become a thing, we've gotten a Peacemaker announcement. We've gotten a Gotham Police Show announcement. And we got Plastic Man. And, uh, I mean, I know that J.J. Abrams is working on a few shows. Well, listen, but... listen, I'm going off what, what they announced, okay? Rumors aside, they announced those three things, okay? Okay. I'm boycotting who Plastic for, Man. Who, who asked for any of those things, okay? <laughs> I just watched the studio. I've been saying since the pandemic started, uh, Marvel just vanished. Like, what's going on with Marvel? What are they doing what are they announcing? We've seen nothing for Eternal still. Probably we still haven't seen anything for Eternal. <laughs> yeah, that's Actually, the one no. thing that I'm like, like still mad about from yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And it's, no, like, and it's finished. Yeah, I'm just it's baffled. And it's done. So it's supposed to be out already. Like we yeah. would have seen it in a normal world. So what I will say is that after yesterday, there is no excuse as to why Warner Brothers DC has not capitalized on their HBO Max service. They have, I've said this numerous times on the Hero Hour show, on, on like Cinemania Live, on Cinemania World. I said that they have a plethora of amazing characters. And sometimes I prefer DC characters than Warner, not Warner Brothers, than Marvel characters. And we have Peacemaker, a Gotham Police show, and Plastic Man. I just want to say those things, okay? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> because I. What if, if if it was up to me, I would have already gave Kathy Ann a million bags to make a Birds of Prey TV series. I would have had like <clears throat> I would have had TV shows for different other characters in Batman's universe, Superman's universe. I don't know what's going on. So Superman's on the CW. Yes, <clears throat> I, I guess so. I don't know what's happening, but. <laughs> that being said, let's go into the Disney Disney Investor Day. Um, I didn't know they were streaming it. I, I just thought there was going to be, like, announcements, and then it was just going to be announced. So it started yesterday. And what I will say, to kick off the show, a lot of people, including, like, Tyler. I'm like, Tyler, guys. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, this is boring. I'm like, dude, it's not Hall H. It's an investor. Yeah, I was, <laughs> like, look, look, I was traumatized by a six-hour <laughs> Warner Brothers 
CCXP panel that showed me three seconds of Godzilla versus. Kong. I know. Listen, still- I agree. <laughs> and, and but listen, the reason why I wasn't like annoyed is because it's an investor. It's for the invest. It ain't for us. For, like for the most part, this ain't for us. That's why they had a couple of stuff that we couldn't even see. But um, listen, those songs during the breaks were bangers, so I wasn't too mad. Yeah. Um, we were. So listen, everybody was like, oh my god, this is fucking hilarious, this is awful, this is boring, who are these people? I'm like, this is an investor call, or investor what presentation, it ain't for us. Go back well, I said hour. I'd be back in an hour and a half or whatever. So then they came back, <laughs> and then, they, then that's when they announced all the cool stuff. So um, I want to get everyone's general thoughts before we go into like stuff beat by beat. We're not going to go into everything, but we'll talk about all the big stuff, and then we'll go. We'll do the Marvel stuff at the end. So... I will start with Hannah. You did you watch the whole thing? I didn't watch the whole thing. I had to stop at some point because something happened. Um, but I watched a good portion of it. I watched like the um, the Walt Disney like animation stuff, and then I watched the Pixar stuff. Um, and then I didn't get to watch the Star Wars stuff, but I know like all the announcements that happens for Star Wars. Um, I literally like started like crying when I found out that Hayden Christensen was back. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I was so excited, even though I'm not like a fan of like the Wonder Woman movie. Um, I just, I, it's really exciting that like when women are given like big properties and big, big franchises. So when Patty Jenkins was announced as a director for a Star Wars movie, I was really excited. Um, all like the, um, the animation stuff looks really, really cool. Uh, Luca is pro- Luca is probably the one I'm most excited for. It looks oh so God. pretty. Oh Same, my God. yeah. It looks it looks like crying by your name. Breathtaking, but yeah. <laughs> it looks breathtaking. Uh, so excited for that. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the Toy Story Buzz show. It looks here. really cool. Oh, the yeah, yeah. With Chris Evans. Yeah. Yes, it looks amazing. I agree. Um, let's go to Tyler. What about you? In general thoughts on Disney Investor Day. Yeah, I mean, I watched about, like, 90% of it. I did kind of, like, w- you know, drift off in the first hour or so because I did no. say I'll be back because <laughs> it was boring. No. So, I mean, I saw it was the content we were going to get was going to be, like, an hour and a half from now. So I just ignored that first part. But once we got the brawl rolling with all the different announcements from Star Wars, from Pixar, Disney Animation, Marvel capped off the night at the very end and kind of just gave me, like, a barrage of just hitting me in the face with every Marvel project I ever wanted. It was, uh, it was really intense. I mean... Like you said uh, earlier, uh, we've, you know, Marvel's kind of gone silent for a very long period of time. And it just seems like they took that to heart. And like I said, they just barraged us with all of the content that we're going to be receiving Mm -hmm. in the next few years, which is nice because, you know, it's been so long since we have had any sort of Marvel Cinematic Universe content. So I'm really excited. I think my favorite things are some of the Star Wars projects, some of the Marvel projects, and as Hannah alluded to, the Star uh, Buzz Lightyear prequel kind of movie they got going on with Chris Evans as the voice of the real Buzz Lightyear. Right. Agreed. I, I, I 100%, 100% agree. Uh, Larry, what about you? I know you didn't watch it, but uh, what was... what? what, what, <laughs> what how excited for you when, when everything was, was coming into place? I mean, I was as excited as you can get, I guess, uh, just like mm-hmm. seeing nonsense thrown at me left and right in word form <laughs> while I'm running around my job trying not to die. You know, it's fun. But um, <laughs> I, of course, I just think it's so funny. Like, this isn't a dig. I just want to, I want a study because I think our 
relationship with viewers is with Disney is so interesting because I'm right there. I'm in that same boat of when we're not watching it or we're not in the like the heat of it all. I think we're all like, okay, Disney, stop relying on nostalgia. We get it, Disney. Mm-hmm. Give us some new properties. But when yeah. they lay down something like yesterday and it's 95, 90% nostalgia and established properties, we're all pumped. You know, you get swept up into the mania of these characters and these properties and these worlds that you know and you love. So I just, I don't know. I think it's a really interesting relationship we as consumers have with Disney. <laughs> and what we want and expect from them because we say we don't want and expect that from them but it's kind of what we go to them for i don't know it's weird to me it's a it's a strange relationship but it is what it is (laughs) i don't think anyone like Mm -hmm. gives i don't know i'm gonna sound like such like a disney kiss ass saying this but like i genuinely don't think that like anyone really gives like disney like the props that they deserve for like actually like reinventing like you know the stuff that we are like nostalgic for um, because, like, you know, the easy, like, argument is, like, oh, they just, like, rely on, like, nostalgia and they just, like, you know, um, redo, like, old things. And it's, like, well, yeah, they do, but they reinvent it in a lot of ways. Like, who the fuck thought we would ever get, like, a Buzz Lightyear, like, like it'll most likely be good. Um, it's not, like, you know, Disney, like, you know, redoes, like, a whole bunch of stuff all the time. And they are, like, you know, 90% of, like, crappers because they're not. <laughs> You know, if it what if they were, then I think like a lot of uh a lot more of us wouldn't be as excited as we do get for things like this. But it's like when they reinvent stuff like this, most of the time it's really good. You know, uh, the, the only thing so. I think maybe when we get the most angry is with their live action remakes. Yeah, they're, they're, I think those are oh, different yeah, discussions. They're than, not. Like, they're not. Like they're not, <laughs> they're yeah. not good. But yet again, it still folds into my interesting discussion because they all make a billion dollars. So yeah. it's like you know, we all are yelling and screaming that we're sick of it, and right. then we're there to watch the Lion King. So what, you what know, it is, <laughs> what it is, which is very smart on their part. It's nostalgia for us, but it's new to the new generation. So like a Buzz Lightyear show, it's nostalgia for us who knows Toy Story, but it's going to be very new for a 10-year-old who's never really seen Toy Story or grew up with it. Now they can grow up on this Lightyear show. Or whatever, and then maybe get in, and then and then it bas- it's a smart move to do because you have parents who are nostalgic, and then they're bringing their kids to experience this new this new kind of thing. Now, I will say, I did say this yesterday. There are, I think there there were a lot of like uh, remakes and reimaginings. Like, do we need? I love Zootopia. Do we need Zootopia Plus? Yes. Or I love Moana. Do we need a <laughs> Moana series? Yes. I love Sister Act. Don't you know? I love Sister Act. Do we really need a Sister Act? You picked Act the wrong ones. <laughs> I know. I was thinking yeah. like Turner and Hooch. Uh, why are okay, we? Yeah. Yeah. Why are we remaking like, Turner and Hooch? <laughs> or like Chip and Dale and That's stuff like that? Like those would have been like well, the, the mighty, easy or, ones. <laughs> Or it looks like the Mighty Ducks. I just like I don't need. I don't see yeah. why there's a yeah, there's a really reason good, yeah. to just have some of these random. I feel like I feel like hey, what's in our catalog? Let's just do a new one. So that's my only thing. But I do think yeah, I think stuff like Lightyear, yeah. I'm super excited for. And then they do. If some people really do just like disregard when they do like do original mm-hmm. stuff, and they just like oh, Disney never does original. I'm like well, they just announce like six different original things. Like yeah. we have this Africa show coming and it's like say, it looks like oh wakanda it looks one of fucking the beautiful. one of the cool things this, for like, me was this iwaju uh which is yeah, a collaboration iwaju, yeah, 
Yeah, it's a pan-African company, Kugali, who is, like, teaming up with them. I mean, it's it looks so cool. And it's so cool to have Disney using their big platform to uplift a pan-African studio like that you know so i that's that was one of the things i think that again though amongst everything that kind of got lost in the shuffle and it's like ah this is so cool and such a a cool idea Uh, and raya wasn't new but that's also one of the big new properties and uh, their their animation i will say this their animation studio has been really good about churning out original content between Wreck-It yeah, Ralph, because Frozen, yeah. Moana, Zootopia. I mean, they've had a ton of Big Hero 6, a ton of big uh, original movies over the past decade. So they're, their they, animation um, studio is doing good on that original front. Right. And then they noticed that Encanto, Encanto uh, movie, um, and, then, and then going back to uh, Hannah, the, uh, what was it, Luca, mm-hmm. I think. And they have, listen, the one I'm excited for, the Turning Red show, the this, like, Little Incredible oh, Hulk yeah, kind of thing. So cute. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, so yeah. I want that, all right? I don't know what it is, but I guess I guess when she, when she gets too, like, when she gets, like, too, what, what was it, happy or something like that? She turns into, like, a big fluff ball of a cat. It looks so cute. It's amazing. <laughs> I want to watch it. So, uh, yeah, so I, I guess with that being said, um, we can go through after the boring investor, look at our numbers, box office stuff. I think it did really get really, really good. Um, uh, we went to, I don't know what the, I don't, I don't remember what the, I don't remember what the, the order was, but I know they spent a lot of time doing like TV, um, stuff as far as like stuff with uh, FX, they announced, uh, overseas, they're going to be doing the, um, adult content for Disney plus called star, which I'm sure that the U S will get eventually. Uh, they're probably just going to see how it works overseas first and stuff. I think it's about damn time. You have all the, you have all this other content that can really boost up your subscriber account with like Deadpool two and the Kingsman stuff. Maybe they can may, may, hopefully one of Matthew Vaughn seven Kingsman ideas oh are. Uh, <laughs> don't remind me. Seven right. movies <laughs> and a TV show. It could be show. like a TV show for Dis for um for for Star Disney Plus something like that. That'd be cool. But um yeah, they announced all of that. They announced how many subscribers they got. They announced new bundles. Um, then when you go into into like the they movies, announced Chris Hemsworth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were. I, I was hyped for you when I saw it announced. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, National Geographic thing. Yeah, then they had they announced that Alien TV series for um, FX. And Hulu. I was so that. pumped for another American Horror Story, Dwayne. No, uh, they. Oh. you know, Ryan no. Murphy I, has I, to be stopped. He has. To, I mean, Ryan, Ryan Murphy was Murphy. not sitting in the gates of heaven. Truly, increasing its price to eight dollars a month starting in March twenty one. God, if I hear any bitching about this, like it's please, still it's half like, the price of the other ones with all of this right. new content they just announced. Like, listen, like because HP Max is like fifteen dollars. Yeah. I'm like, why? And then like you have like. Like what other stuff? Like well, Hulu's pretty cheap too. Yeah. Right? Like these, this is a Netflix really good is like fifteen dollars now. Then you can Netflix and Amazon are in the double. Then, then the uh, ad free ad free bundle is uh eighteen ninety nine for Disney Plus ad free Hulu and ESPN ESPN Plus. Ooh. So um all this is all this is is pretty good um to me as far as like the bigger the bigger announcements when we go into like. Um, the Disney animation that yeah you heard it you heard it already from us but they announced um, new shows new series which I'm excited for but I I, I really um 
This is, these are a lot of announcements, and a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, it's too much." Um, some some numbskull on Twitter was like, "Oh my god, it's all, all about uh, quality over quantity," oh, and then they put the fucking Snyder cut, <laughs> and then the Disney like slate. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's just completely different between between <sighs> having announced slates and TV shows, and all you have is a Snyder cut and Peacemaker. Okay, so I don't want to hear it. I'll tell you, I am I'm pumped for that Zootopia show because there's so much in that world that you could do. Like the movie was great. I just wanted to visit all of these little burrows and <laughs> all of these little worlds. I was like, oh, there's so much stuff here that I, I think is Zootopia. Are they another movie? Really That's cool. what I want. I want I want another movie so bad. I love the Zootopia movie. Me too. Like I would love to see a part two. I, I think that movie is uh, so good. Very, I agree very with smart. I agree with Tyler. Tiana had better not be a frog <laughs> in that Tiana series yeah, at, at, at all. She's gonna be. She's gonna be human. Let her live, first. please. And I hope they don't do three D animation. Oh yeah, me too. I mean the the like little logo. Because did they show any footage of it or just the logo? Um, I think just the logo. Uh, I think they maybe showed. Like a it looked two D ish in its like logo compared to like Moana and Zootopia. So I hope. Mm-hmm. I'm really yeah, excited for the Baymax thing too because I really love. I love, the I love the Hero Six. Yeah, and so I was manifesting I. like something like Wreck-It Ralph <laughs> yesterday, and it didn't happen. So I'm really upset about that actually. So Baymax <laughs> was your comfort a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. As far as, um, I don't know. I was like, I was really manifesting it. I was like, I was like, please, Wreck It Ralph something. Because like, it's really weird that they haven't. Because Wreck It Ralph is like super, like financially, like you know, uh, big for them. So it's like, why, why not? And it's like really beloved. So we should all just be thankful. There's not like a Cars and Planes series or something. No, they not a Cars thing. Wait, yeah, they did they? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Pixar, Pixar Plus series. You know, cars, Pixar, all things, cars, not like oh. Vanellope and Ralph. Like, what the cars fuck? will never yeah. die. Cars will never. We will never. All of those stupid little, all the Hot Wheels cars, Tyler. I mean, they uh, that one is like a merchandiser compared to like actual <laughs> box yeah. office. Cars but, is like Jamie's oh. favorite Pixar fucking movie. See? <laughs> It really does. I oh forgot. Jamie's so generation. Much. They love that little cars movie, so we'll never we'll never shake it. <laughs> I don't I don't want to know car series, but they announced that. They announced Pixar popcorn, Pixar shorts, I guess. And they um, fucking hold on wait, before we move on. They canceled fucking DuckTales. Disney canceled DuckTales and then just announced all this a whole bunch of shit where I'm like, we don't need this. But they fucking canceled DuckTales. Uh I'm so annoyed. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> all right actually we have to go on our second break um when we come back we're going to talk about uh star wars and marvel so stay tuned stick around um cinema life <laughs> Every Tuesday night for dinner and a glass of wine SD's been losing sleep Her husband's acting different and it smells like infidelity She says that ain't my Merlot on his mouth That ain't my jewelry on our joint account 
Already back on the show here, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne. Once again, to my co-host Hannah uh, and special guest Tyler and Larry. So, kick going right in to the Star Wars announcements from uh, the Disney Investor Day. They announced a lot. I'm excited for yeah. everything. They announced a lot. So it was specifically Lucasfilm. Uh, they had some information on The Mandalorian Season 3, uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, the Andor uh, series, um, the Acolytes, which I'm kind of excited for uh, the most as of right now. Um, I just think it just sounds cool uh, with the Russian doll crea- uh, creator. Um, we have Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm actually glad they have this as the title instead of just Kenobi. I thought Kenobi would have been dumb, but Obi-Wan Kenobi sounds cool. So great. The Lando series coming with Justin Simeon, who is the creator of uh, Dear, uh, Dear White People. I'm super excited for that. A droid story, I guess. Uh, Star Wars Visions is also new. Uh, an anime from Star Wars, which is the Vision show, which should be really cool. Rogue Squadron from Patty Jenkins, which I'm excited for. Just don't cast Gal Gadot, just cast new people, I guess. You know, hopefully you, you that's know, a show yeah. with Brie Larson. I mean, I, 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 I would like. I know Brie Larson is a huge fan. I'm sure she's had talks with Disney about doing Star Wars. So it'll, it'll be, bo- um, it'll be both of them. It'll be Brie Larson and Gal Gadot. Dang, follow me, whatever. Um, but then Taika Waititi, his <laughs> movie's coming soon. Um, it's in development. No information as far as from that. Uh, that was all the Star Wars stuff. I'm really excited. Oh yeah, they had what was the uh, the High Republic, um. Um, the new yeah that Republic show is probably gonna have Gina Carano which I don't want. Yeah. Are you talking about yeah, Rangers? Rangers, Rangers whatever the the um, then we have Ahsoka Tano's having her own show as well, which I'm excited for too. The Star Wars stuff I'm really excited for, and um, once again I'm not like a Star Wars geek, like I don't I'm, I don't know everything and everything about Star Wars, but I'm super excited about everything that they announced. So I'll kick it to Tyler. What's some of your thoughts on the Star Wars? Uh, for the most part, I'm really excited. I mean, I'm not excited for all of these, but I mean, you know, I know we've had our qualms in the past because I'm not a big Rogue One fan, so I'm not really excited for Andor. But for the most part, I am excited for the most, you know, most of them. I think it's going to be cool to see uh, Ellen McGregor step back into the role of one Kenobi, and then he's going to, I guess, take on Darth Vader in some capacity if they're going to bring back Hayden Christensen to be Darth Vader. Uh, I'm curious how that's going to work. I know that kind of maybe conflicts with the continuity that we've already been established in the Star Wars lore. But yeah, that one, that was probably one of the ones I'm most excited about. Rogue Squadron is going to be cool just because I like, you know, the idea of it. We're going to get more like, I guess, uh, pilot based related movie, which would be much cooler. And then Patty Jenkins and whoever she casts, I'm sure she'll cast really, uh, she'll have a really good cast. I mean, it's Patty Jenkins, it's Star Wars. There's going to be, you know, big high profile names. Lando, I'm confused about just because I don't know which Lando it's going to be or if it's going to be both of them because they didn't. I don't think they specified if it's going to be Donald Glover Lando or it's going to be Billy D. Williams Lando or it's going to be maybe a mixture of both of them because maybe it'll be about him like in you know present day in the past. But we'll see. But other than those, I mean, Rangers of the New Republic, we don't know anything about. I, I just imagine it's going to star Gina Carano, maybe Bill Burr from the show as well. 
just because I know it's, you know, just the watching this season, you kind of get that feel that that's where they're leaning, especially with Cara Dune's character and her arc in this season. And the fact that it's supposed to be set during the same time frame as the Mandalorian. But I think they're kind of keeping a lot of that stuff under wraps just because Gina Carano is kind of not a great person per se, <laughs> without going into too much detail about that. Ahsoka Tano is cool. I think everyone knew that Ahsoka, once she popped up in this season, the Mandalorian, she's going to get a spinoff of some kind because you don't cast Rosario Dawson for mm-hmm. the role. But uh, other than those, the only other one I wasn't like, I mean, the other one that I'm intrigued by is that Acolyte show, just because it seems really different, you know, set around like the dark side kind of stuff. And it's set during the High Republic era, which actually I think is something that the Star Wars fresh, you know, really needs is something that's fresh. uh, And it kind of like deviates far away from all the stuff that we do know, because the High Republic era is like 200 years or so before like the Phantom Menace. So we're not going to, you know, see all of these characters that we know and love, except maybe like Yoda, because Yoda's really old. But other than that, like I don't, I don't see any uh, familiar faces. At least too many showing up in that show. But as a whole, I'm excited as a Star Wars fan. Other than maybe like visions and a droid story, I don't care. About yes. Those. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for most of everything. I would agree with everything that you just said. Let's go to Hannah. What about you? Uh, yeah. I think I already like talked about like <laughs> stuff I was excited for with Star Wars, um, uh, when we first started talking about everything. But uh, yeah, I. I agree with like the car doing stuff. Like I don't think anyone's really excited for this other than like the like Trumpies on Twitter who are like fucking oh. Gina Carano has never done anything wrong in her life. Uh <laughs> not about the it's not about the uh the what's what is it? Not about the actors, about the art, I guess. No. Yeah. It's like you can't make that excuse when somebody is like openly like transphobic and like aggressive towards like minorities, like you know. Get ready for it's that like, group. Get ready for that excuse when it comes to Shia LaBeouf. Just saying. So go ahead. That is so <laughs> ridiculous. If if somebody if if there is <laughs> okay, artists who are like aggressive towards like if their things that they've done are like aggressive towards like certain groups or like certain people, you know, whatever they shouldn't have work. You know, it's like it's not that hard to you know think about you know there's people who have like said some dumb things not not like aggressive things you know they no one's gonna be like oh they should never work again but with like people who have like you know sexual like assault like you know allegations like or um uh uh like abusive like allegations like that it's like do you do you really think that they should like be given like a platform like you know it's it's not that hard to like sit down and like think about it for just a second um <laughs> so yeah i'm not really hyped about the care dude uh, thing but like everything else i'm like totally on board with uh particularly like patty jenkins um her movie and uh taiko Titi, obviously and um obi-wan oh my god did you guys see this person who was like oh my god it's gonna be ragnarok in space Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that was so that was so ridiculous. That was so funny. I was like, did you did you watch Ragnarok? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. Anyways, um, yeah. Okay, all right. Let's go to uh, Larry. Uh, yeah, it's all. I mean, sounds all right. I guess. <laughs> um, I think that I think Tyler needs to let my boy Diego Luna live and work and. Well, his character is not alive and, in the universe and anymore. Therefore, every therefore role possibly offered to him, he, Oscar Isaac, and Pedro Pascal can be in all of the things all of the time, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. But, 
I do like him as an actor. I just don't think I just don't. I'm not a big Rogue One fan, so I feel like it's pointless to do an Andor show that didn't give me anything from that movie to be like, yeah, give him the show, give him the show. From I just want to know people. why we can't kill Cara Dune. That's what I. That's what I really want to know. Why can't she just be killed? Or recast um, her? Actually, you know what? You're right about like being killed because it's not like she does like anything like super like, like badass or like extraordinary in the Mandalorian like anyway. So kind of. She was. We liked her in the first series because like okay, Gina, you've kind of come back. You're not asked to. You're you're being asked to do what you do. You know, you're not being asked to like really act or anything. And she was. It was kind of cool to see. You know this badass female, and then she had to go and ruin it and turn us all against her. Um, And she's not a good actress to hold up a series. Like, what? No, she's, you know, (laughs) at best, a side character to this, like, what? Ugh. Um, I think... I think that show will be an ensemble, if anything. I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to be Cara Dune, like you know, as the star, like the Mandalorian. Well, then, yeah, I would agree. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, ooh, like this Star Wars fandom show. kills me, though, y'all. This is another thing that kills me. If they if they had been like Hayden Christensen is coming back ten years ago, the Star Wars fandom would have oh, yeah. rioted. <laughs> they would have been so pissed to even hear the name Hayden Christensen ever again in their lives. <laughs> but now everyone's pumped. So I don't know. It's Star Wars just, fans are so funny. They're not. <laughs> they were mad that yeah. his Force Ghost didn't show up at some point in the sequel trilogy. But when he was edited into Episode Six, they were ready to kill somebody. Like it just—they can never make up their mind. They don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know if I'm all that excited about Hayden Christensen coming back. Like I don't really have a—I a, don't know. I mean, let's just be real—he was not a very good actor in those prequels. I'm sorry about it. But um, I'm a prequel lover, so I like. I'm well, so well, excited. Well, um, well, and like you said, the continuity because... is wrong now. But they've already shown they don't care. They don't care about that continuity. That's <laughs> what. That's why it's confusing because it's like he's Darth Vader now, but it's like Kate and Kate and Christensen is he, he's the, the be continuity in the suit. thing. It kind of worked for Fox, so you know what? I, say, I mean, <laughs> they're the trying X-Men. to catch X Men. <laughs> they're legit, like trying to catch up to X Men on the amount of continuity errors and resets. It's also kind of like I mean, we're I guess be excited Hayden Christensen's coming back, but you're not gonna like see him. I mean, he's going to be in the Vader suit. Too. Well, that's why I'm. Well, that's why I'm not even going to hear his voice. Back I mean, it's not even going to be his costume. voice. So I don't know. I, Listen, the know, most important thing like is that we're saving him from doing movies like Little Italy with fucking Emma Roberts. I mean, okay. the, here's what I loved <laughs> was how excited Ewan McGregor was for it. That was oh, yeah. that's the part that made me yeah. be like, okay, well, I'm glad it's happening then because Ewan McGregor was so excited <laughs> to like work with him again. <laughs> Do uh. Do you think do you think James oh Earl Jones Lord. is coming back? Um, I mean, he's Vader? with Disney, after, so after I'm that, excited for um for Deborah Chow. I think this is after great that. No, though, yeah. I'm like we we yeah. got to limit what James Earl Jones does because. <laughs> uh, I mean, his well, Mufasa like already. I was like, oh no, I can hear his age. Like, yeah. oh, man. so I'm. Wait, wait. Well, he, with, he was in <laughs> Watching The Lion King 2019 reminded me of watching Incredibles 2 because, like, you could tell, like, how, like, Holly Hunter's age has, like, uh, <laughs> Holly's Hunt- Holly Hunter's voice has, like, aged so That's much. True. And, like, watching, like, The Lion King 2019 is, like, the same oh. thing. 
James Earl Jones. Oh, uh, Incredibles 2 is trash. Anyways. Whoa, whoa. Uh, and then, um, I, I wasn't even talking about <laughs> I am so excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see these new talents. You know, that, yeah. that The Mandalorian and Star Wars, actually, is finally having. Like, especially with uh, Kathleen Kennedy and her ignorant statements that she's made about female directors in the past and not wanting them. I'm glad that Lucasfilm is breaking through. Deborah Chow, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard has done great work as a director in The Mandalorian. Maybe made the best episodes outside yeah. of, like, Taika Waititi. And then, uh, you know, we're getting Taika Waititi, who is obviously a person of color. Patty Jenkins is at least signed in to work um, <laughs> after this Wonder Woman sequel. So I'm just, I'm really excited to see what we're going to be. Carl Weather, Weathers has got to direct. So it's like, that's cool. I, I like what I'm seeing with Lucasfilm in that aspect as well, with these creatives that are getting a chance or like new people kind of getting in there. Yeah. I wonder if this means that we'll end up getting a Patty Jenkins Marvel something soon. I'd be, I'd maybe, be very curious maybe that's also day. why she didn't say too much because so she already knows she's in yeah. the door at Disney, so she can maybe just hop on out of Wonder Brothers and be done with it. I know, right? Let me get that Wonder Woman check it in the house. Yeah. I wonder if she could I, do like maybe the She-Hulk show or something like that. Or, I think um, we already I don't have know, directors for She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, I think they do too. Um, yeah, maybe we'll see. I know they I have like a show. Yeah, I think I think I would be interested to see if they grab her for any movies since they 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 took James Gunn. They was like, oh yeah, okay. Now, what, <laughs> what you think, Hannah? They they convinced her to come back to Thor after she was done. Can they no, get Can they know. get Nat Ports back for a Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, would, um, I think I think Natalie Portman like, is really like pushing series? it with like fucking going back to Marvel. Honestly, I've said this <laughs> since like Natalie Portman like went back uh when we like first got like the announcement that she was like coming back for Thor. Uh I was like, I really do yeah. think she's only back for Taika, genuinely. I think that Taika is one of those directors where it's like he could like talk to like anyone and they would be like excited to like be in like a movie, like one of his movies, because he's just like him just Taika. <laughs> right. I don't think they could. I don't. I don't think they what could if, pull off. A what if they did the like a, a Darth Maul situation or a Boba Fett situation? Padme didn't really die. <laughs> <laughs> She's been alive. Only Marty and Obi Yeah, just just come make another giant black hole of a continuity error. The whole just ruin all of Darth Vader Anakin's story because he thought he killed Padme, but she was actually alive. This course, they did bring her back because I already know Natalie Portman wouldn't put up with like the sexualization again, and like they wouldn't like have her in like the skimpy outfit anymore, and like all like the fucking Star Wars fans be like, damn, fucking feminism. Star Wars woke. Yeah. Imagine that. I, I I can see it happening. <laughs> Since Larry brought it up, though, I do. I actually, I would be kind of intrigued <laughs> just to see, just for that to happen just to see. And now, now I'm like, discourse mm, that action <laughs> sounds like fun. Can we make it happen? It's like yesterday, um, we want to see violence in the Star Wars, the yeah, fandom. Reminds me of yesterday <laughs> when they in the video game awards when they uh oh they brought Brie Larson to announce that oh. the, the the woman who plays Abby. Oh, hilarious! That was great. I, I knew they did that on purpose. I know they did. It's great. Um, oh, absolutely. I thought it was a, I thought 
that's a great moment. I think it's very, very funny. Um, all right, let's get to the grand finale. Uh, we have Marvel. They saved Marvel for last, and everyone was like, oh, Marvel's the best for last, and a lot of people were, like, getting scared, thinking that they wouldn't announce or anything, but boy, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> they beat you to death with announcements. All right? The first thing they showed was WandaVision, and if you go back, if you go back to like the, the world show, it was a world show where they it was a Super Bowl trailer of Wandavision. I said, "What the fuck is this? I don't want this. Get this away from my TV." Even with like I the first trailer that came out too, I remember you yeah, still weren't on board with it. I said, uh, "I no, it, you know what? You know what it was? They was like, oh yeah, it's a sitcom.'" And I said, "What the fuck is that?" Yes, parts I said, come, absolutely yes. not. Get it away. I don't want any parts of it. Why is Marvel doing this? Why are they going to the slumps? And all that whatnot. Then I saw the first trailer and I said, wow. Then I saw the theories and I said, wow. Then I saw this fucking t- this trailer right here from yesterday. I've watched it more than any other trailer. Looks great. I'm so excited. Everything is like very Twilight Zone-ish. Very creepy. Very weird. Um, and I really, I'm really, really for it. It's like the first time where I openly said that I, I want all the weirdness and stuff. Because usually, I'm like, ah, Hannah doesn't give a fuck if it's a good, yeah, she just wants the fucking people crawling out of walls. If a horror movie doesn't have any of that shit, or like clowns, <laughs> and fucking, you know, then like, but listen, I'm all for it. WandaVision looks great. Um, I'll go get everyone's thoughts on WandaVision. Um, start with Hannah. Uh, yeah, I'm still super excited for the show. I love that with the first trailer that they put out and with this one, they're like, they are finally like hinting towards like the more like sinister side of, you know, what's going on. Uh, I'm just curious as to why they're hiding. I think his name is Mephisto. Mephisto, yeah. Probably yeah, because they were, they confirmed it Maybe. basically, right? Like sources confirmed that Evan Peters is like playing Mephisto. So I wonder why they're hiding. <laughs> Did they just say Evan Peters was in the show? I think. Yeah. I just saw he was. I think a lot of people it, were bringing up Mephisto. Speculated it. It would. It yeah, would, it would make sense. I don't think, I don't think people came out today. He's Mephisto. Universe. He said, "Hey, might be." Mephisto. Oh, well, I. I just figured. I just figured. I just figured it was going to be multiverse, and he was just going to be this Quicksilver from a different. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's what I. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. That's what I figured too. I didn't think he was going to be. Um, either way, if he comes back as, as like uh, Quicksilver and it's multiverse, he's like mom and all that stuff. Whatever, um, I'll be fine. If he's Mephisto, I'll be fine. I don't. My thing with that, I don't think you need to announce everything. Let some stuff be surprises, I guess. I don't you know? think you needed to announce it. I was yeah. wondering why they're hiding like a villain. I don't know. That it just it interests me more, honestly, because like what what is really like in this show that like is gonna like blow our socks off? Because right now it's like we kind of with this new trailer it gives off a lot more than you know we knew before obviously um yeah so i don't know wandavision is the, like, villain in the is show Catherine Hahn. no because i don't think so because in so. the trailer it like shows her also being like confused as to like who she is and like what's going on and that she's trapped there too like she That's does true. the same thing that monica rambo does when That's she's true. like you know who are you in you know um kinda- no she's she's the one that goes are you here to help us Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I don't. Uh, she could, I don't know. I mean, they've kind of nerfed her in general. Maybe she like loses control of her powers. Some. Like she, yeah, that's she loses control, so she's also like, "Uh, what's going on? Where am I? I don't understand." 
Yeah, from, from oh, what I know of Han's character, she's not a villain in the comics. She's like a witch. Um, I don't know. Uh, but WandaVision is the show that interests me the most out of all of yes. them so far. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it seems super cool. Like that's like that seems like the weirdest thing that's gonna be like in the MCU. Yeah, only thing I will say, I, I okay, listen, I'm st- I still stand by. I don't want the whole show to be sitcom. Hopefully, it's just a couple. Well, it's episodes. not. It's like I hope. I hope because I think so that's the first. It's only the the shows themselves yeah, are the only first, like six episodes. One first episode is probably going to be like Bewitched and like stuff like that. Like yeah, that's going to be like the, the sitcom yeah. stuff. I hope the first episode is a sitcom stuff, and then at the end it's that dinner scene where he's like Wanda, Wanda, and then they, and then the next episode leads in that's after that. But listen, if the whole show is like, oh, I can't believe we're here, God dang, damn it, I'll be like, oh God, please get this. What the fuck is this? But uh, let's go to Tyler. What about you? Yeah, I definitely am really intrigued by this show, especially with that new. Tra- I mean, I've been on board, you know, for the most part the entire time because I think it looks really interesting and unique as opposed to a lot of the things we've gotten so far in the MCU. I am curious to see what the actual story unfolds because I do think that they are hiding a lot just because that is a very Marvel Disney kind of thing to do to hide a lot of the the big details. You know, they give you glimpses, but you still don't have an idea. Just because you see, it looks like Wanda is in this kind of bubble in a sense with Vision now who's dead so we have to kind of figure out what's that about it looks like you know there was even hints of maybe she actually brought him back because we have seen that wanda is quite a powerful character and she was like messing around looks like in that one scene with the actual mind stone so i almost wonder if that's how they're going to try and actually resurrect vision but the I, i'm curious to see where it's going to be as far as if there's a v- actual villain Whereas um, uh, Scarlet Witch, Wanda, is she just like, I yes. guess, maybe the villain, but also the protagonist in the sense that she's yeah. causing all of this and everyone's trying to convince her to stop? Or oh, well, she's definitely the one that's causing it. Because that's it. what, like, House of M it's is, sto- right? Stored. And, this is, yes. and that's yeah. what everyone's been saying, like, this show is based yeah. off of. Well, I think someone, someone is, I think well, uh, yeah, someone but... is, is doing it. But she, I think, she, yeah, I think or she's, I think she's doing it. But someone is like influencing her Mephisto to do it. Yeah, go ahead, Tyler. That's what I mean. Yeah. But other than that, like I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see what unfolds, especially with Monica Rambo is going to be in the show, and also we we brought back was a Darcy Cat Dennings character. So she looks, she's going to be involved with Sword because we're getting it. We're in, we're being introduced to Sword in the show as well. They're kind of like a space yeah. version of Shield. So it looks like they're really kind of getting involved with more of the, uh, the we're adding more stuff to it. I don't, I mean, that's why I'm intrigued by is why. Well, they're probably setting up sword to be with a secret invasion, right? Because Nick Fury was like with sword at the end of Captain Mar, no, far from home or no, Captain Marvel. No, well, yeah, because that's well, yeah. that's, well, that's space. <laughs> but, but I mean, but but I'm just saying, but I'm just saying that uh, with Wanda, like with Wanda though, because like the sword, swords usually like you know with shield, yeah. with shield in space. So like with Wanda, I'm curious to see what their involvement is with Wanda and Monica. Rainey. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, and I'm surprised on myself and whatnot but listen this always happens i i when marvel announced something first i'm like i don't know and then they start releasing and listen last year comic-con i was excited i was like okay cool blade love and thunder doctor strange multiverse a loki show and i look at this trailer i'm like the loki show looks amazing i don't know go ahead 
I think oh, everybody, I literally up until this trailer, was still kind of like Loki. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Was we happening. didn't know anything about it. Like we knew yeah, like, kind yeah. of like the general well, like see, premises for like something like WandaVision and like uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, but Loki was like kind of like the biggest question mark up until we just got that trailer. And I think okay. that's that's a Loki is probably maybe the best example out of Marvel for what we t- or Hannah talked about earlier with what Disney does with their nostalgia properties. And Loki's yeah. a great example because when we heard they were going back to Loki, it was like, ugh, let Loki die. Like, okay, we've seen him in how many films yeah. now? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, Loki has been played out. And then you like, release the trailer and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm down with Loki coming back again. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm down. Da- I'm good. Loki. This right. I will cool. be watching. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so, but WandaVision, yeah. I have been, what, that's been the one I've been most hyped for ever since the very first announcement. I was like, okay, this sounds way more cool than Loki or Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier, like any of these. Oh, WandaVision sounds amazing. I'm really hoping, yeah. obviously, it also has the most implications for the MCU compared to Winter Soldier and Falcon and Loki. <laughs> this is directly leading into the events of upcoming films. So it's Especially like, okay. since it seems like we're going like full multiverse with like the phase of like films because yes. this is going to be the show that opens it up like officially yeah. and wait so when does Doctor Strange come yeah. out Doctor Strange 2 I think 2022 Doctor Strange is going to be right after Spider-Man Spider-Man yeah. So, so and she's in it, right? That. She's she yeah, confirmed yeah, yeah. in Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it'd be really... she's filming it now. Oh, I really wish. I wish she was the yeah, villain she was, she of in the Doctor Strange. It would be amazing. But See, um, I I keep telling Dwayne that, and Dwayne says no. Really. I literally have brought this up ever since Multiverse of Madness was like announced and like that. Uh, I say no about what, her being a villain. Yeah. Her- yeah, I don't because we do that all the time. Oh, the most powerful person is the villain now. Well, yeah, I know, but Scarlet, Scarlet Witch is a flip flopper <laughs> as yeah, a that's character. Not, that's what I'm telling, I don't think it's goes be, like, evil and comes back all the time. <laughs> I don't think that she's going to be a villain forever. I think that this is going to be like, uh, you know, WandaVision is going to lead up and like maybe like the final episode is when we're finally going to see her kind of like unleash and like be like, you know, evil of some sort. And then yeah. she's going to fuck some shit up in like the multiverse. And then like uh, she's going to go into Please do. Strange 2. And then Dr. Strange is going to like fix that shit. And she's still going to be like evil and like grieving with like what she did in like uh, uh, WandaVision. And I what think that would be super cool, especially since we don't get like Peter. as many. Oh my God. Especially what if she killed him <laughs> in <laughs> Spider Man? Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's the cliffhanger that. they leave us off on for Dr. Strange. Is she has oh just God. killed Peter in. In the multiverse i don't i don't think you could read i don't think you could bring her back then i feel like the fan base would turn <laughs> over and too, right? again, i'm again, always here for a female villain we don't get so like, my. Female villains, so i'm always here for a female villain so am i uh, um, like... um rogue in captain marvel 2 please if they can listen they I mean, not that well, no they can't yesterday... because you would have to kill Captain Marvel. So yesterday was the first time. <laughs> yesterday was the first time they announced something that was off of the Fox brand since the uh, deal. As far as like, as far as Fantastic Four, Comic Con, they were like, "Oh, mutants are coming," and then he just like vanished. And I was like, "Oh, fine, you asshole." But um, I think this I know is very. Um, it, but all this space talk, they're gonna go back to Phoenix. I hope y'all realize, like. The fact that they're so into the space right now, I mean, come on. They're going to be like, okay. I think, listen, I... I, If um, they do it right this time. (laughs) I... 
Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige last year, he said, like, we have plans up until, like, 2025. And I said, ah, you fucking asshole. No, you don't. You're just spitballing here. But, like, <laughs> if you think about it, it's like, I thought, this is, I thought after Endgame, what do you do next in the MCU? I was like, I don't know what, a lot of people have said the same thing. Like, what do you do next? And then multiverse i'm like well yeah oh yeah okay and i think the reason why he's holding off on x-men because maybe that's gonna be their next like 10 years after 2025 is x-men you dive into the mutants now because then we have we have some time away from the fox x-men maybe what is that like five years no six years until like since we had like a fox like x-men movie this is a perfect idea i think they're they're good for at least 20 more years at least well and years. and the X-Men and Fantastic Four have to be products of the multiverse, right? Otherwise, it makes yeah, no sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, you yeah. can't, it can't be like, oh, the mutants were just chilling for the past, like, all of these humongous events that took place on planet Earth and the X-Men <laughs> did yeah, not come him, out to help us one time. time um, yeah. Would be ridiculous. So the multiverse, and again, Scarlet Witch is oftentimes a member in the X-Men world of comic books. So she's another great tie-in to the X-Men. <laughs> Which I'm so excited. I'm so excited yeah, for the future um, of where how they're gonna do the multiverse and stuff like that. We'll talk more about the Fantastic Four um, towards the end when we Kill get into that. Spidey. Um, no, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. why? I mean, you get more time. He'll be back. He'll be back at the end of Doctor Strange two. You just gotta kill him for the effect. <laughs> for the second time. Watch him for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna keep four Tom yeah, Holland. We're just gonna not, have to keep killing it's him. It's not Sorry. a BVS Sorry, where you just kill him and whatnot, and then he just returns from the dead. <laughs> Gee, he just oh. coming back in Again. different little multiverses. <laughs> but this time, it would be much more That's of a cliffhanger terrible. than Infinity War. Leave him on a note of, oh, you just killed him in his own movie. Maybe he's in not be Hey, I back. guess if you killed Spider-Man, that's a good way to introduce Miles, because that's that's hey. that's usually how Miles introduces Spider-Man dies. Miles kind of well, becomes a new Spider-Man. Maybe the other Spider-Man will die. Then that'll send the real old fans into a tizzy if the other... Oh, my God. If the, oh my God. If the other... losing his mind right now. If the other Peter Parkers die in Spider-Man 3. What, you think to, uh, Toby's going to pull a Harrison Ford and it's like, I'm only going to come <laughs> back for this movie to make kill sure me. I will never be back. Pay, me, pay me lots of money just to <laughs> kill me. That's what I mean. That's what Harrison Ford was like. I will come back for Force Awakens right. as long as you kill Run me. Run me my check and kill me. Barry, last break of the show, please. <laughs> last break of the show. Back in a moment. Send me a line. <laughs>
Back on the show here, Cinemania Live. My name is Dwayne once again, joined by my co-host Hannah and uh, special guest Tyler and Larry. Hope you all enjoyed Larry's Britney Spears song, I guess. Um, that was his choice. Wasn't mine. So to end today's show, we are going to uh, finish up the Marvel panel from uh, Disney Investor Day. I want to go through the, go through the other trailers. So we had... Um, after WandaVision, we had the trailers for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, our first look at Loki, we had a sizzle reel for Miss Marvel, and then we had uh, a little first look at What If. Um, so Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, I'll just go through all of them real quick here and get everyone's thoughts after. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, looks really, really good. Um, it's still, it's still like my least, most anticipated out of all of them, though. To be honest, um, it looks fine. Um, and then Loki looks really, really interesting. The score was amazing. I know Hannah was talking about that on Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. The score the trailer looks really, really good. I'm very interested interested to see what they're doing. Um, the sizzle reel for Miss Marvel is also pretty cool. Um, she officially stands Captain Marvel and Valkyrie, so that's cool. Um, yeah, that was all great. And then the What If show looks cool as well. Nice little animated stuff for Marvel is always nice. So, yeah, I thought, I thought all the trailers were pretty Pretty good. Um, I'll go to Hannah get get your thoughts on the rest of the uh, the trailers that they showed before we get into like the announcements and stuff. Yeah, I'm on like the complete like opposite like side of like Falcon Winter Soldier as you. It's my most anticipated one, uh, yeah. just because I love the character so much and Anthony and Sebastian look so good in the trailer. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really excited to see like what they explore with that show because there's so much that they can do. Um, I think it's probably maybe going to be the most political thing in the mcu um and i'm really excited about that um because i think it has the potential to be like really interesting and have um some uh cool themes uh and loki just looks like insane like absolutely insane i i know i just said that like wandavision is like gonna be like the most like weirdest thing in the mcu but like i think loki is like you know also gonna be like kind of like on that level uh i just i don't know i like like Dwayne was saying like we are all or larry was saying like we are all just kind of like oh like loki like again like we no one wants this show and then like this trailer comes out and we're all like oh my god it looks amazing uh <laughs> so yeah i'm really excited about loki uh and also the what if show i'm way more excited for that than i thought i would be uh i'm really excited to see like the zombies episode uh that's like the one part of the trailer that i was like oh my god uh and also like jeffrey wright like i love him uh i don't even like know like this like comic series or whatever um but when he's like i'm the watcher i like get chills i'm like oh my god that's so cool uh <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm really excited for all the all the shows and all the trailers are so cool um i think i think the what if show is our last our last time seeing chadwick or hearing chadwick yeah that was the he recorded his episode and that yeah was i the think last that's thing our last so that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one to kind of um, yeah. go back into and listen like like about Falcon and Winter Soldier like it looks really good but I I just got I got that like chills the most expensive out of all yeah, of the like we've seen I, I, I got chills watching like WandaVision and Loki the Falcon and Winter Soldier I'm like oh it looks good why do all these trails have to end in some awful joke all of them it's horrible I like the joke at the end of Falcon okay, and Winter Soldier you tell me you laugh like, hey you're a cyborg ha 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 you laughed are you kidding there's yeah, no way you laugh. Oh I did. My God, Jesus Christ. All right, Larry, I didn't what do you think, think that I'm like giddy seeing the characters. Sorry. 
it's just yeah, it was good. It's a good, really, really, really good trailer. I just, I just didn't get anything from it besides, like I, like I did with Wandavision and Loki. Like I wasn't like speculating and all that stuff and all those exciting things. I was just like, oh, it looks, looks good. I guess. Um, how about Tyler? What would you think? Oh, I thought uh, you were going to Larry. Larry then, I guess. <laughs> Larry, you awake? I haven't watched any of the trailers, so there you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, there you go. Back, back to me then. Anyway, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, that was actually the show I was most anticipating just because, like, as Hannah said, I mean, I think those, I, I like those characters a lot. I'm curious to see what they're going to do when it comes to the passing of the mantle of Captain America now that Chris, you know, Chris Evans is no longer on the, you know, on the docket, at least, you know, probably for the foreseeable future. I, uh, I think it's great that what they're going to, what they're going to do with these characters, flush them out a little bit more because I always did really like their chemistry a lot whenever they interacted in the actual, sh- uh, MCU, but uh, and then we're gonna get a U.S. agent. I mean, they didn't really they didn't really show too much about U.S. agent, but obviously he was the one on the, the football field, you know, running in the yeah. Captain America garb. Uh, that and the stuff with uh, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo's are you know another one of those you know uh, villains He's that I really quite a divided MCU, villain. So we're gonna like see there's it. like people who really love him and like yeah, people who like I really guess. think he's shitty. Yeah, I, I, that's true. A device—he's a divisive villain, I would say. But even still, I, I really, I really enjoyed the character, and also, it looks like we're also getting stuff with—I uh, forget the—I forget the actress's name, but she was in Solo: A Star Wars Story. I remember the I Google actually said that in my reaction. I should have looked up her name. No, she's in Gugu Gugu Mbatha Ra, I believe, is actually. Oh, she's in, well, yeah, she was that person at the uh, the, the jury thing, right? Yeah. yeah, maybe. I think maybe. Don't quote me on it. But I uh, I think that they definitely put a lot of money <laughs> into Falcon and the Winter Soldier just because that trailer was like very high octane. That scene with Falcon flying through all the mountains while he's getting shot at. Like that was like Slow really down, awesome to me. Jesus. But uh, other than that. I appreciate that Falcon and Winter Soldier <laughs> other than that, very though, Falcon it's... centric. Like it, it doesn't. It, it does. I know it's called Falcon and Winter Soldier, but like I'm really hoping that Anthony Mackie is like the actual like lead of the show i think he is because i think like a lot of the show is about him probably trying to actually become captain america since it seems like they're not they don't want to give him the mantle i think that's the one number one thing that they really have to focus on when it comes to uh this show is to how can we make audiences because i listen like we a lot of people like us really really like falcon and winter soldier but every single time I talk to like, listen, I use my boss, I use I use my mother, I use family. None of them like the Falcon. None of them. So like, none of them. I'm not kidding. My my, my boss, he's like, oh, the fucking guy with the way. Ah, oh, who gives a fuck? And then like, and then like, my mom, she's like, oh, like every time we watch Endgame together again, and he's like one of the second people to come out of the portal. She's like, oh, I guess. No one, none, none of the people that I know at least like Falcon. It's only mostly like my friends, you guys. Everyone's like indifferent with the Winter Soldier. He's cool, I guess. You know what I mean. But like, as far as Falcon, none of the people that I at least talk to close closely, as far as like family who are casuals and friends, they just don't care. So I think that's what they need to do um, the most out of this show is to make people, I guess, who are very indifferent about him being Captain America care. And I think that's what the show is going to be about. It's going to be about people in the world in that world who are not really who don't really know about this guy being Captain America. So. Um, I'm I don't think in it's going to be yeah. that. I think that 
Because I've, I've heard other people make this prediction. I think that it's going to be, they're going to deal with like some racial stuff um, with, uh, you know, U.S. agent, um, oh, you know, taking place of like, you know, the symbol that Captain America is and not letting uh, Falcon like step up to that, um, you know, symbol because, you, uh, you know, racial stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I think when I was like talking about, um, you know, like themes they could explore, I think that, you know, that one in particular is like, one that could be yeah. like very relevant and very important and you know they could go like so many places and you know really like make a you know stamp in like the mcu with like something like this so i hope that they do uh bring that up yeah yeah i think that's that's i, I think I using agree. that is gonna have is gonna make a lot of people kind of relate to this character it'll um, give them because- an emotional core yeah, because even the even some of the black audience are just like when they think of the black superhero, they automatically go to Black Panther. No one really goes to Falcon. Oh yeah, we got Falcon too, I guess. You know, so um, I want him to be that character for the MCU going forward. I want him to be that guy that people can look up to and really, really care about. Because it's not like in the other movies they did they did a, they did a whole ton to make you care about him. Um, like like using him as like the the, the sub kind of hero in Ant Man. I mean, he's a geek, and then he leaves. So I, so I, I hope, I, I just hope he. Um, I'm, I'm excited for the future as far as the Falcon goes. Um, is what I'll say. Um, yeah. So yeah, going into their announcements, this is when they got into announcing some of the shows. Um, the first one I'm gonna say is no one's talking about it, but Ironheart is in the MCU, and I'm so happy because I love Ironheart so much. She's so great. Uh, Riri Williams. She's. Uh, She's the um kind of the the uh the the person who gets kind of the Iron Man mantle uh, after he passes. So we're gonna see how that kind of works into the story. I'm intrigued yeah. how they're going to do that without. Robin yeah, they announced Dominique Thorne, um, who's gonna be playing Riri Williams, I guess. Then they announced Armor Wars with Don Cheadle. Great. Um, I'm glad that he's on the yeah. show. I did too. Well, I, I laughed so hard when he was like, when he was like, we have another show and it's about people stealing Tony Stark's stuff. I said, come on, guys. How many times are we doing this? But I, it makes sense. Okay. Then they announced Secret Invasion. Super excited because that this means like. This is the Nick Fury uh, show we are all yeah. hearing about. Yeah, Nick Fury, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, um, he's returning, so that's cool. They they kind of announced Moon Knight. They said nothing about it. They said Moon Knight's coming. That kind yeah, of concerned me that they like, didn't announce Oscar Isaac. It was weird, yeah. That's what I was saying when the, when it happened, because I remember I brought it up in the group chat. It's like, you notice how they just kind of just said, hey, here's Moon Knight. Yeah, it was really weird. Details. And then even the Disney, like the Disney Twitter was updating each like show after they were announced. And then it was like, Moonlight's coming. Bye. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no cast, right. no date, no anything. Just it's, it's a she show Hulk, about uh, She-Hulk was announced. Yes. They officially announced that Tatiana Maslany is going to be playing She-Hulk. Uh, Bruce Banner's coming back. I mean, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner is going to appear. Please fix him. Thank you. Um, then we're also going to have. I know. They're not. I he's going he's, he's to be professional. And we're going to have um, uh, <laughs> Tim Roth. Daredevil. Yeah, he hinted towards Daredevil. He did. He said, I forget what he said, but it was like a hint towards Daredevil. And she practiced uh, that. Wow, you never know who else is going to show up for the Marvel Universe. He knew, he knew what he was doing, too. I was like, dude, yeah. listen. Yeah. Um, then they announced <laughs> Tim Roth. 
Tim Roth is returning as Abomination, which I'm so excited for because I think I think the uh, Incredible Hulk movie is way too overhated. I have no idea why it's that way. Um, I think it's because because of reasons. I love that movie. I don't love it, but I think it's I think it's very fun. It's my favorite it's, Hulk it's, of the MCU because then wild. after that, uh, well, we had Avengers. He was great. Then Avengers Ultron. He was all he was kind of great. The fucking sun goes down. Bullshit pisses me off. But um, after after oh, Ultron, after Ultron, like he became a disaster for me. So um, hopefully. Um, Abomination is returning. Hopefully, Professor Hulk will get more angry and kind of want to mess him up. So we'll see how that goes. Um, then they announced they did a sizzle reel from Miss Marvel. Then they they talked about Captain Marvel two and how um, Iman Vellani's Kamala Khan will appear in Captain Marvel two, which is very very exciting. Uh, then we have a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Should be fun. That could be that fun. Could, yeah, it should be, be like a lead in to Guardians Three. Uh, we have an I Am Groot uh, short film, co- like short films coming from from Groot, which should be interesting. Uh, then, uh, big kind of news: they announced that uh, Chadwick Boseman will not be recast for Black Panther Two. Take that, Grace. Um, <laughs> instead, uh, I don't know what they're doing, but it's still it's set for July 2022 now. Instead, of, I think it was May before, but now it's yeah. Yeah, now it's July, a, a third Ant-Man film with my favorite director, Peyton Reed, is coming <laughs> with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. The title is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. When uh, <laughs> when Kevin Feige was like talking about Ant Man three and he goes and he like goes the director like I thought he was gonna be like the director of uh, Ant Man three and Fantastic Four I was like I was so anticipating it and then I was so happy when he was like oh yeah he's the director of Ant Man three Quantum Mania <laughs> I got excited I'm like oh my god they found someone else we'll get into it but then okay so then we have uh paul rudd evangeline lily michael douglas michelle pfeiffer all returning for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania then he also confirmed jonathan majors as kang and then we have a, a recast uh catherine newton is cassie lang now instead of what was her name emma thurman i forget her name was uh from endgame uh, a lot of people are freaking out but i think i what i'm seeing is that i guess she wanted to focus on school and whatnot. Um, she just finished some kind of something, and I guess she just wants that to be her focus right now instead of like, because like it's a big deal when you go into a big studio. So I get it. Um, yeah, and I like Catherine Newton. Um, so hey, we heard rumors a couple of months ago that she was having talks with them. So it looks like that was a talks. Her as Cassie Cassie Lang. So we'll see how that goes. Um, then they announced Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness will tie into WandaVision and Marvel's uh, Spider-Man movie. They had no announcement from Spider-Man, which people were like expecting because of I was like, it's Sony. I don't see them doing anything. Um, then the big reveal. Fuck me. The big reveal. They announced. Yeah, please. I'm gonna mute you. I don't... <laughs> they announced no. John Watts as the director of Fantastic Four. Now, before I rant, the reason why I think they're doing this is because mm. I said I think this is their test for him to be the new Russos. And listen, I, I don't care that. what I don't care what Hannah says. I don't care what Hannah says. I don't want this idea at all. Okay, I love I, it. I don't. I, I don't want John Watts to be the new. I just. I just don't like. Listen, he's doing Fantastic Four. I guess it's a lot better than having Peyton Reed as um as the director for this movie. And 
Only thing I'll say is that I think this was a time to get someone creative. Not saying that he's not creative, but to get someone new and fresh into the MCU. Now, Hannah's going to come up with all these, oh, well, I think it's the reason. No, I won't won't argue with that. I won't argue with that, but I'm just saying, but with that argument, what I will say is that when when marvel is gonna giving out like these big movies like i don't think that they were gonna like ever gonna go out and get like somebody who they haven't worked with before who they don't know like what fantastic four i genuinely don't i never saw them like going out and getting a director like a new director like a need to cost to like come like helm like something as big like as the fantastic four like i i think we all like when we are all like saying peyton reed like i think we all have this like general idea that like marvel is would like go back into like their catalog of like directors that they're working with right now and like grab one of them to like helmet so i won't argue with you i i think that it would have been cool if they were to get like bring in a new director but like i don't think that it's like a bad decision to like go back and like get someone who they trust and know will like you know give them a quality movie I would have chose like Taika. If that was the case, or like Ryan Coogler. Well, Taika's already like helming like his like big like you know. Fuck it, fuck it. Tell him, tell him to do both. I am, am one billion dollars, and he's do doing both. Star Wars. Um, listen, listen, listen. Let's I agree. I'm not. It. I'm not like I was ranting yesterday more so than to, I was like, oh my god, Marvel wants Hannah and I to argue all the time with John Watts. But listen, at the end of the day, I'm just glad they didn't go with like a super bland choice. I think it is still bland. I hear me out. I would have loved even for like them to give it to a woman, some just someone new, um, because. My a lot of people's problems with the MCU is movies looking and feeling the same. So I don't really want the same director doing a bunch of movies because then the movies become the same. And that's what that's what the the Russos kind of fell into that kind of uh kind of trope um in their in their movies. Not saying that I don't love Infinity War and Endgame and and um Civil War, but that's what they kind of fell into. And I don't want the, the I don't want the the Fantastic Four to be kind of looking like what they what he did with Far From Home and even Homecoming. So that's why I was like, let's get someone new in there and, and whatnot. Even if it's someone in within your within your realm of movies now to get someone new, there's a there's still plenty of options they could have went to. But they went with John Watts. And listen, I um I guess it's it could be much worse. Like it's not like they went through like Michael fucking Bay or something. I guess it's fine. So um we'll see. And I think it's time for the media to get a really, really good Fantastic Four movie. Um so although I do think the choice was very safe, um I um I'm fine. Uh, I I'll say that after a day of day of like listening to other people's thoughts and whatnot and Twitter going up in the blaze. And, I think you know, I think maybe like the safe choice is like deliberate with like Kevin Feige too because like how wrong the Fantastic Four has like gone in the past so maybe like this is like a deliberate thing of like you know we need to get somebody who we like we for sure trust and like we know won't make like a colossal like fuck up right right so we'll see like um I wasn't someone who was on Twitter like making jokes like oh my god wait till like what's his face uh orders a nuke onto like the thing and I'm like wasn't spider-man twitter really can't like comprehend that like a director and a writer do different things especially when john watts hasn't touched either of the like homecoming or far from home scripts like as much as i love those movies like john watts did not like touch those scripts he directed the films he took what was given to him and directed it so it's like (laughs) genuinely like spider-man twitter like don't think for like just a minute like these things that they have problems with can be fixed with just like a minute of like sitting down and like thinking. It's it's frustrating to say the least. 
Um, yeah, I would agree. Um, yes, like I said, I've, I'm turn, I've turned a new leaf and I've become very optimistic. But here we go. It's like you just like want us, Hannah. Like we're gonna argue for years about this thing. Then the movie's gonna come out. I pray to God that I absolutely <laughs> love it. Because if I don't love it, adds another three years to Hannah and I's <laughs> argument. Not, so and also with um, the like with the tone thing that you just brought up uh i think that fantastic four and like spider-man they're like they're very different and i think that you know with john watts if you've watched like cop car like it's obvious that like comedy isn't like necessarily like hit what he's known for which is what he's done with like the spider-man movies um like he's brought like this like coming of age like comedy type stuff so i don't know if like we even you know know that that's what he's going to bring to like Fantastic Four and try and make it that because he's, you know, proven that it's not like his thing. So mm, I don't think that yeah. we've seen enough from like John Watson, like a filmography to really like put like a label on like, oh, yeah, like everything that he does in the MCU is going to feel the same because like we've only seen like one feature film from him like before, the, you know, the Spider-Man movies. So it's like. Like, I'm excited for it, but I'm not, like, going to, like, argue and be like, oh, like, da, 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 da. you know, it's like, we, to be fair, like, we just haven't seen, like, enough from John Watts, like, outside of the MCU to kind of really, like, put, like, a label on him. You see what I mean? I get you, but I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold my other argument for other shows, I guess, to keep things going. Well, what's the other <laughs> argument? Nothing. To keep things going between you and I, I'll, I'll keep it safe for Tuesday or something. Um, let's go to Tyler. Do you have any thoughts on the, all the other announcements from the Marvel slate? Uh, as far as like the other ones leading into fantastic four, uh, I mean, some of them, show, some of those I'm not like super duper interested in. Like, I don't really care that much about the group, the groups yeah. and stuff they're doing. Um, Ironheart's going to be interesting just in the sense that I'm intrigued how they're going to do that without Tony Stark. Same with armor wars. Cause armor wars is a very, is a popular iron man story around someone taking Tony's armor. So I guess they'll just supplement, you know, war machine as the lead. And then we'll probably get just bring Hammer back whiplash. I guess cool. I mean, they might because Crimson was yeah. Crimson Dynamo is uh, a part of that story, so they could bring back they could bring him back if they really had to explain it. Yeah. I guess, which would be weird. Uh, Moon Knight, I don't I don't understand why, unless there's like complications why they didn't announce anything for it. I think that would have mm-hmm. been the right place to do it. Uh, she Hulk is She Hulk's a show I'm intrigued by just because I like. She Hulk is a character, and just I think that Tatiana Maslany is going to bring something interesting to the show, especially if we're. By the way, they labeled the show as a comedy, which is weird. She Hulk, they did. I guess that makes sense. It makes sense because I mean, because I could see see it as a comedy, but like I didn't expect it to be a comedy. Like when he said comedy yesterday, I was like, "Hmm." and he like uh, also called Loki like a crime thriller. Like the some of the ways that he was like, uh, yeah, uh, describing these shows, I was like, "Hmm, okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see footage before that. We, I guess, I decide on what the how weird if I like the tone of the She Hulk show or not. But that and Hawkeye, Hawkeye is gonna be cool just because I think that I'm more interested in it just because of Haley Steinfeld being Kate Bishop. But I think Hawkeye could maybe be an interesting one. Captain Marvel too. Uh, I mean, I hope. I think that Nia DaCosta and everyone involved will make that much better because I was, you know, I'm still iffy on the original Captain Marvel, but we'll see how that goes. And as far as, I guess, the John Watts, Fantastic Four, I mean, I mean, who knows when that film's actually going to come out? For all we know, like, John Watts could just leave the project. But, 
I mean, Fantastic Four has had so many rough starts that, I mean, I've never been one that's been super interested in Fantastic Four to begin with, but just because, like, I think they're, I just think they're very, very uninteresting characters, just to me personally, you know, reading comics all my life, I never gravitated towards them as, like, the first family of Marvel. Uh, But, I mean, they have had their fair share of bad interpretations on the big screen, and I think if anyone's going to do it justice, it would be Marvel in the sense (laughs) since Fox has had so many attempts and they've been such failures. I'm I'm more intrigued by, I guess, the yay or nay of the Fantastic Four with John Watts is who are they going to actually cast as the Fantastic Four? Because I think that does also play a part into how good or bad the movie can be, depending on who you actually cast in the roles. So that's probably a big factor. But I'm curious. I mean, John Watts, I, I don't hate or love John Watts. I think he's perfectly fine. I don't, I don't, I think he does the job that he's expected to do, if not a little bit more so. I actually do watch, I actually have enjoyed to a degree the two films he's done in the past. He did that clown. Oh, movie yeah. I also. forgot you had that other Pop movie car, that he directed. So he, yeah, he that's good. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Very, Sorry. Very, very, <laughs> very, very, yeah, but I mean, like, that's like the thing. He has a very weird, I guess, filmography. So he, it could be good. It could be bad. He wouldn't have been the choice that I personally wanted for the cast, I mean, for the directing chair. I mean, if they're going to get someone, I, I think if I had a, if, if I had my pick, I would have picked someone like Edgar Wright just because I think he, he would have brought the right amount of tone to it just because I think his tone would suit well with someone. I'm making like a theme of John Watts is like my first choice. John Watts was not my first choice for this, guys. Like, I've said like a million times that Lauren Miller would have been like my first choice for Fantastic Four. That would have been a good one, too. But Edgar Edgar Wright would have been, I think I would have liked Edgar Wright or, you know, or Lord Miller. I mean, there's a fuck around around and give it to Kathy Ann or something. Just like John Watts' screen is like boring to me. Sorry, Hannah. I love you. God. I'm sorry. I I really like his tone. Sorry. Again. Whenever, whenever it comes out, I mean, we don't even have a date yet for when. This How much would a flex out, would it be? So we'll it's like you know, because like the build up to where he, even though it was like like three seconds. By the way, is Larry sleeping or what? Anyway, um, the 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 build up, the build up to when, um, build up to when he was like, we also have in Fantastic Four and our director. Like, how much would a flex be with like, okay, Warner Brothers is like the shits right now. Our director's Kathy Ann, and they just gave her a big bag. And I would have like literally like. Like from a we like have, excitement. <laughs> and we have like Kathy Ann doing Fantastic Four. I think that'd be that would have been amazing. But I mean someone first, someone first made a joke Nolan. yesterday, uh among like the like Fantastic Four, like uh, you know, hype. Everyone was like, Oh yeah, like the John Krasinski and like Emily Blunt like thing is like all over Twitter again. And like somebody quoted it, uh, would someone be like, How could you say no to this? Uh and someone's like, Thank God John Watts hate white people. <laughs> Yo, no bullshit. Honestly, listen. I have like two, the two choices, the oh two my choices God. in my head. Like MCU films are like easily like the most diverse like <laughs> movies in the MCU. So I, other than like Black Panther. Um. So yeah, that's why someone was like, "Thank God he hates white people." <laughs> oh my! I, I I really hope. Motivation to take out of the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I mean, they uh, are. Larry. I guess now that I think about it, I, I just I guess I didn't think about it. Uh, I guess John Watts is from Colorado, which I did not know. Um, 
until random random John now. Watts. Uh, so stack. I guess I like him a little bit more, but he's from like some <laughs> bum effed town in Colorado, like a really <laughs> small mountain town in Colorado. So he also did. He was a writer on Homecoming, Hannah. Thank you. Oh, was he really? He was fake fan, fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just exposing uh, sorry. Watts I thought the, that it was the same two people who worked on Far From Home. I have to say, I just just to get Hannah. I, well, then, Dwayne, you should be more excited about it because you really like Far From Home. So, Homecoming. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. I, I know Homecoming. I mean, Homecoming. Sorry. Okay, I'm about to say Dupont. Um, <laughs> just for Hannah, and then for all the people who already think he's boring AF, I. And now I'm rooting for Krasinski Blunt just to get everybody's goad going. Um, <laughs> Hannah will turn on this movie so fast and I'll live. I really will. I, I, I will be living will. for it. Like that would um, be like the thing to like kill my hype immediately is to cast like John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. That's, a confl- that's, that's so conflicting though. Cause it's like, I love John Watts. I uh, well, otherwise I'm kind of with Tyler. I don't, like I, I'm cool with the Fantastic Four. They're cool. Again, sometimes they share some storylines with the X Men, and that's my jam in Marvel Comics. Is all mm-hmm. X Men all the way. Uh, so I mean, they're okay sometimes, but I don't know. I just kind of find them a little bit boring uh, as a as a family. Exactly. So I, I I don't know. I it's cool. It's great. I for me, it's just like cool. We're made, taking that first step to getting the X Men back. <laughs> That's all I care about. I don't. I don't care about the Fantastic Four, other than an entry for the X Men. Um, awesome, fun, yay! Uh, the rest of this mess, you know, She Hulk is definitely my most anticipated of those shows, and the rest sounded like a whole lot of Peanuts teacher to me. <laughs> I'm really scared about that. I'm really, I'm really scared about that comedy thing that y'all said about She Hulk because I don't want no more comedic Hulk at all. Well, that's what. Uh, Kevin Feige said, "Kevin Feige was like, this is a really funny show." Fuck! It's literally Dwayne. It is literally a large green woman in a pencil skirt in the courtroom. (laughs) Like what? what, Listen, I'm not ready. I'm not full like camp with it. To be honest, pause, pause, pause. pause. I get scared when Hannah says camp. Anyway, pause, pause, pause. When they, I know it's a green woman. I know I'm not an idiot, but. The Hulk comedy has been awful outside of outside of Taika. Awful, awful. I don't want it. I don't want it unless unless like some weird uh, multiverse and he and Taika's a writer. I don't want it. Anyway, to be fair, ahead. when you talk about like comedy with like Hulk, it's like the weed and stuff that like you know sticks out and it's like you know this comedy didn't work no 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 infinity war stuff was terrible listen but listen i don't want to i don't want to bring i don't i don't listen no 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 i'm talking about ultron mostly uh yeah uh i think that that the avengers is like a perfect movie i'm not taking that away from joss whedon he did a fantastic job with uh avengers but like ultron is a fucking mess um (laughs) there's a bunch of cringy stuff in that movie um but uh with the Russos, I don't want to blame them for the comedy with Hulk because the rest of like the comedy in Infinity War and Endgame like hits like ninety nine percent of the time. Like there's yeah. so much funny stuff in like Infinity War and Endgame, but with the Hulk stuff, I don't know like what just went wrong. What happened? I don't want to blame. I don't want to blame them because I know that they're funny. That's like what the happened. Thing. What do you mean? What do you mean? No, isn't that the fucking end? The no, I fucking isn't hate the Mark Hulk. Isn't Mark Ruffalo's like the 
delivery. I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe no. that's. I mean, maybe, the like, special the effects people you, didn't do us any favors with that little yeah, like, buffalo floating head in the whole cluster. No, no, the, the, the biggest cluster. thing, the biggest grudge yeah. that I hold, uh, Dwayne has like, you know, a whole bunch of issues with Hulk. The biggest grudge that I hold against like the MCU and Hulk is say. like, is people, is like, them convincing people that like Mark Ruffalo is like a bad actor. Like I've like seen so many people on Twitter be like, "Oh, Mark Ruffalo sucks," and like you know he's a bad actor because oh, of like yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. his no, performance no, 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 in these no. movies. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, you guys, no. like, do you guys just not like watch like any Mark Ruffalo movies <laughs> right. outside of like Spar- like Spotlight, like, Dark right. Dark Waters? He's oh, amazing. My, my my issue is not even Ruffalo because Ruffalo was good. Avengers, well, I know I'm saying like Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter, Twitter, those idiots. But like, my issue is just usually lately. Okay, I'll say that word. Lately, the Hulk stuff has been terrible for me, and I say after that Ragnarok. because because like, yes, after Ragnarok, because I liked Ragnarok. A lot of people didn't like the whole talking Hulk thing or Hulk throwing like fruit at um. It's at, a balance at of I like, loved all. You can make him funny, but also like, there's so much stuff in Ragnarok where it's like Hulk throw. Di- throws down in Ragnarok. Like I love it. I love like, it. That aggressive like sense like, and then, you know. Even like my I went to I went my cousin to see Ragnarok and like he always hated the like when he falls out of the sky and then like, hits the floor. I think it's perfect because like I, of course you're expecting him to turn into Hulk midair because he's done that a thousand times, but um he just flops onto the floor. I think it's hilarious. And then the fucking the fucking dog <laughs> just, just so walks crazy. over him and then you see the dog stop walking because fucking badass Hulk pulls him and throws him. And then in 3D War, he's like, no, dumb, <laughs> terrible. That's what happens when you have yeah. like a high blood pressure. They, they, know, they don't know what to do with him because he's such an OP character that they struggle with the Hulk on like, how do we nerf him? That's basically what they do is like, how can we nerf Hulk? Otherwise, he's just going to start whooping everybody. And his what? power set is the more you hurt him, the angrier and more powerful he gets. So everything you throw at the Hulk, he just gets stronger for it. Well, so, like, okay. Finding ways to defeat an, a character like that is so hard that they don't know what to do. They just are baffled. I, I, I think it's all about the way you kind of, the execution, because you can, okay, they kind of nerfed that idea of, like, the strong, the more pain he goes through, the stronger he gets. They kind of got rid of that, like, early in the MCU. Yeah. And I'm I'm fine with that. I, people, you would think the way I praise Hulk as, like, me loving, listen, I had Hulk, I had Hulk socks, pajamas, a bed. I love Hulk. So, <laughs> I was even someone, I liked when Thanos kicked his ass in the beginning, I love that because the the quickest way to establish a villain is to have them beat up the the most powerful guy in the room, and that's exactly what Thanos did in Infinity War, and I love that. And then and then I have to watch the whole movie. I'm like, okay, listen, Hulk is a bitch right now, but as long as Hulk at the end of the movie can just come out and be Hulk and be angry and he's back, baby. He just didn't do it, and then they're talking about, oh, we have we have a strong, and then I'm I'm hearing everyone tell me I'm wrong because, oh my god, you just wait till end game, just wait till end game, Dwayne, just wait till end game. Okay, fine, I wait till end game. He's off screen. He's just he's a Professor Hulk. We have a win, and he's a geek. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Okay, I don't like this at all. Yeah, I'm picking my mic like I'm Hannah, but I don't like this at all. So I hope in She Hulk they just fix him throw out the idea, and then I'm like, and then they were like, oh, well, Hulk's arm is always going to be damaged. I'm like, why do you hate this character, Feige? Why? Why? I just want to, I just... 
It's because they don't. It's, I guess give it back to Paramount. Like Whedon and uh, fucking Taika are like the only directors in the MCU who are like genuinely like willing to like you know give Hulk something to do. <laughs> Until Whedon was like, let's give him a freaking love story. And Whedon was only Black good for Widow. one movie, and he shot it all, and then it was a disaster with him. That's so right. crazy <laughs> that like Whedon made like. He kind of made like the blueprint for like a perfect like comic book movie, oh, and then yeah, like went yeah. to like Ultron and then Justice League. What like what happened? <laughs> and then and and, and, and yeah, and I remember I remember the talk. Listen, the talk for me in high school at my school, the weekend of Avengers, everyone was talking about Hulk. That was it because his whole arc in the movie was just great. And then at the end, he saves Tony Stark from the fall. He, he Hulk smash. He's smashing folk and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, he needs a reason to go back to normal in, in Ultron. I'm like, what? And then he just forgets about Betty and just goes with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Spaces in her boobs. What is this? What is this? Well, you just know, again, he's going to be Professor Hulk. I mean, again. Uh, I like Professor Hulk more than, like, like, She-Hulk in Infinity War, though. She-Hulk is literally a lawyer who walks around looking like She-Hulk. So they're not going to make him go back to, like, not Hulk who functions in society. I mean, it's uh, there's no way they do that, I think. It's going to be 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 Professor Hulk, almost positively. Yeah, and then Abomination. I'm just curious to see what what caused Tim Roth to come hey, back. Hey, I'm fine because my favorite ever, Hulk, like my my favorite years. Hulk, still to this day is the Incredible Hulk like version of that. Hulk. Yeah, like, the CGI it. looks the C. No, no, what the fuck was that? The CGI. <laughs> um, I wonder. I want to know Hannah's thoughts on Angley's Hulk because that's that's right up her alley as far as weird. I, I love Angley's Hulk. Oh, I what do. the fuck? It's I knew nostalgic it. for me. I'm sorry. Uh, I knew it. Anyway, um. Yeah, That's so the one who gives us Eric Bana's booty at least. At least they, <laughs> they didn't shy away from hey, Hulk is running around here naked. But I, my I, favorite... I like seeing like like indie directors like kind of like try their hand at like comic well, movies. Ang Lee went and like weird. Ang yeah, Lee and was like, so what am I gonna do? And, like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you think uh Speaking of Incredible Hulk, do you think they're going to bring back the leader at any point since he was in the Incredible Hulk and they kind of alluded to him and they just ignored him for the, the last 12 years? Leader? He's that green guy, the green Hulk villain with the oh, giant Oh, I don't, I hope not. That was really weird to me. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's I am, a giant. Listen, I am, I still love, I still love um, that version of Hulk. The CGI is a little rough, but I think in new, with new technology, you can make him look a thousand times better. <laughs> Um, but, but I want, heard what's you want, his, what, you want She Hulk to throw down in the courtroom or what? Yeah, give me some of those scenes. I, so. I, I think. Um, by the way, can we talk about people? before we end the show? We talk about that fucking awful plot that Hannah loved so much oh, on I Twitter. I didn't say I loved oh, it. So much. I thought it seemed cool. It's not that <laughs> serious. Dwayne is literally like stuck on this fucking mind. thing that no, I said I thought sounded cool. I literally just went to the fucking Hannah. You said you was crying. What? You said you cried. <laughs> I did not say I cried. I oh said I'll God, cry oh right God. now. It's Receipts, a joke. Tyler, Tyler receipts. Hello, Tyler. Anybody? I said receipts? I'll cry right now. I did not say I cried. I said I'll cry okay, right now. Okay. 
It's a I, joke. I, I don't have like. Okay. is running with this oh. thing that I said it sounded cool, and he's so stuck no. on it. Yes, oh my god! It was one of the worst plots I've ever read in my life. Like one, I'm not kidding. I mean, it was I, I, I read terrible. I read a lot. I, re- I, re- I read a lot of scripts, a lot of synopses, and I said what? And then I thought it was a joke. Hey, like Dwayne, look! And I said, wow, let's look at this. And he's like, um. <laughs> Uh, let's get the real Peter Parker. Spider Man is suing somebody. Cool. Why the fuck would oh, Spider Man no, sue somebody? <laughs> Can you imagine Peter Parker saying, "Hey, I'm gonna sue you like a geek"? What the hell is Spider Man suing people for? Then he said, "Oh, let's have like two Spider Man in the court." It's it was horrible, horrible. So I do um, want courtroom stuff in Spider Man. So yeah, so do I. Hundred percent. So do I. Charlie. Charlie Cox. Daredevil. Larry, he when he watches Daredevil and like I really do hope he loves it so then he like can understand like why we really want like the courtroom stuff because like when we say that like in Daredevil, like when we do get courtroom stuff, it's so cool to see Matt like be like a lawyer. It really is. And it's like it's riveting. My favorite courtroom scene in that show was season two with Punisher. That's what they need to do. They no, they need to kill off daredevil that's who needs to die actually oh in spider-man God. 3 <laughs> kill, oh kill daredevil i can't wait for larry to watch daredevil and love it i really yeah. i really can't we need already like we need to establish this new era of marvel we ain't playing so people can die people can get it and matt murdoch <laughs> you're first Step no, to you play. Know, i love I, I love me some steaks, but not not this. This is not directed at you, Larry. I, I promise. But there's this weird Twitter back at it again. I see so many people who are like, "We we need some steaks." Dude, they just they killed off half their universe like just two years ago. Did we all forget that? You know they what? The dumbest argument of that was, "Oh, well, they're just going to bring them back anyway." And we all know that, and it's like, "Well, yeah, we do know that," but like the characters and like the movies don't know that. Like they know, genuinely but think stakes that, like, for the audience are still like, zero. Great. Like stakes are still zero for the audience. I mean, yeah, we killed Tony Stark, so we killed one. And I mean, I've been <laughs> Vision, I guess. Yeah. But then they do this. So this is the problem with like Loki and Vision coming back. Is yeah, we killed them, Black Widow. But here they still are, 2021. All those characters we killed, they're back for something. At least they, at least, at least they. Well, killed for now, them. until for the now. until the X Men are introduced and magically somehow Wanda pulls oh, him through the multiverse. Why, <laughs> that's honestly why I hope they don't bring back Tony Stark for anything. Oh People God. are like, oh, bring him back will. for. Yeah, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think. I think I think he'll be back. In I some really capacity hope for yeah. Ironheart, whether it be like whether it be like audio recordings or whatever, whatever is the cheapest like th- option for Robert Downey Jr. to return. He's getting name drops in Ironheart Iron. and the War Machine show for sure. Yeah, probably check that group. Check that group chat here. Probably getting probably getting a name drop in <laughs> Spider Man Three at least. Yes, I mean, listen, I don't mind all that. Yeah. Like him being like an. Him being See, it's exactly what I said. I said I'll cry right now. Look, listen, Thank all you I'm very saying, much. All, 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 I'm, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, 
is that that plot was horrible. Okay. That's I just want I just want the worst possible. I just want to make everybody angry. So Tony Stark is bought back through the multiverse, so Dwayne can bust a vein in his forehead in another Spider Man movie, and then um, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are cast as the uh, the <laughs> Fantastics, and Hannah can want to die as well. <laughs> Listen, if, if they brought and you want to throw if in they the brought Daredevil Tony Stark back, I wouldn't be like angry. Like well, I mean, it's, I'd be like you guys. I'd be like, of course they did. You'll be I, 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 no, I see no. it coming. Well, no. we know it. Listen, it, it Spider-Man well, three really, will tank. You listen, will hate what, Spider-Man three if Tony Stark would, is in. What it. would make me really upset is Happy Hulk again and fucking John Watts Far From Home Fantastic Four bullshit. Okay, that's all. That's it. Sorry, Hannah. I love you. Anyway. All right, guys, we're at the two-minute, two-hour, and, and five-minute mark. That is it for today's show. I uh, really appreciate you guys all for listening on this late night, a.k.a. early morning for when this show will be up. That being said, I want to thank you guys all for joining me as far as Hannah, uh, Tyler, and Larry goes. I know Larry's annoyed with everything, but thank you. We really appreciate it, Larry. Um, all right, I'll go around the call, get in with social media, start with Hannah, let everyone know they can follow you. Uh, at Rejected Hannah on Twitter. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Tyler. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Tyler Calvert and then at, uh, at it's Tyler Calvert and uh, yeah, that for Twitter and Instagram. It's late. All right, and Larry. You can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. And you can find me on on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, Instagram Cinemaniac1994. And that is all for today's show. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah, Larry, and Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.